Comic Timing is a proud member of the Comics Podcast Network. Welcome to episode 194 of Comic Timing, a comics podcast devoted to the average comic book fan from the average comic book fan. Joining us, Brent Casino, rotating panel of guests, and myself, Ian Levison, discuss whatever comes to mind time after time here on Comic Timing. The bulk of this episode will be dedicated to the life of Stan Lee. Excelsior, true believers. Excelsior! You're going to hear a lot more of that. Here now, comic time. Hey there, folks. My name is Ian Levisine, and welcome to episode 194 of Comic Timing. It's been a while, but we're back in style. We're here with the general crew, Raph Suhu, here in studio. Raph, what's going on? Hello! In studio, a.k.a. the kitchen table. Brent Casina. Uh, let's see. Wait, no. I, sh- I should give you all uh, nicknames. Let's see. Uh, uh, Rowdy Raphael Suhu, uh, Braddy Brent Casina. There we go. And uh, Brandishing Brandon Christopher. How's that? Uh, brandishing, really? Brandishing. 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 What is that? Yeah. You're. You're. I don't know. You're carrying something, right? Brandishing, got it. Oh, okay, got it. Yeah, uh, yeah. Okay. Uh, yeah. Bo- not, not bodacious. Bo- bodacious. Bom- uh, bombastic. Bo- boogie woogie. At least he didn't call you Browning. Oh. Ooh. Too late. Too late. Oh. oh. Yo, yo, yo. Let's all remember that was Brent and not me. That's that's all that matters here, folks. Uh, Brandon knows I love him. Yes, yeah, yes, yes. If he doesn't know that by now, then something is horribly, horribly wrong. Oh, uh, this episode, uh, as I stated, will very much be in the memory of Mr. Stan Lee, who passed away earlier this week at the age of 95. Uh, he was still had his wits about him, apparently, up until the very end. Uh, Roy Thomas... Uh, was posting that he had uh, spoken to him shortly before then, and uh, Stan was still going on about stories about back in the day with uh, with Goodman and 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 the bunch, uh, you know, from years gone by. So he certainly still had that going for him. If his body, although his body was failing, um, we're gonna we're gonna share a whole bunch of uh, you know just general remembrances of Stan here, uh, times that uh, those of us who had did have a chance to meet him or experience him got to experience him as well as some of our favorite stanley moments over the years and uh some of our favorite characters that stan has given us uh as well and i guess i guess i'll start with raf since he's here in the studio first things that comes to mind when you think of stanley oh man the the first thing i guess is it's gonna be uh the marvel action hour Hmm. Greetings, kids. Stanley here with another fantastic episode of the Fantastic Four. In this episode, yeah. So that was my first. That's the first time I'd ever seen Stan anywhere. Now, now I believe, if memory serves, and 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 you know, let me know if I'm wrong here. But Reed Richards is elastic suit. I and- am <laughs> Iron Man. <laughs> It's like we we didn't want to pay for the rights to Iron Man by uh, by Black Sabbath, so we just did it as close as we could get to it. Yeah. Oh my god. But yeah, no, that it's that and the fact that he helped co-create fucking everyone. Basically. Yeah. Just like spite you know, Spider Man, the Fantastic Four, the Avengers, you know, Willie Lumpkin, yeah. Stilt Man, Daredevil. Ah, Stilt Man. Stilt Man. I'm, I'm Funky bl- Flashman. Funky Flashman. <laughs> did, did he did he create Rocket Racer or was that somebody else? Ridge Racer. I'm gonna have to look that up. Rocket, isn't that? Oh no, I'm yeah. thinking about the Black Racer. That's that's Jack. Kirby. That's Jack Kirby. Yeah. That's DC. Other black kid on 
roller skates. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, no, Rocket Racer was created by Len Wein. So uh, oh. yeah, yeah, that was that was the X Men. It was after Stan's time. Yes, the X Men. Yeah. Uh, I've heard of them. Right, uh, I've heard of them too. Yeah, I mean Silver Surfer, uh, Galactus. I mean, obviously that was you know with Jack, but uh, so much of our culture we can we can thank on Stan. Uh, Brent, what's the first thing that comes to mind? Sunglasses. Ah, the trademark sunglasses. Yes, or we. I mean, that's that's what we knew, you know, because you look at you look at younger photos of him, and he basically looks like a porn star. Yeah, he does. <laughs> oh God, in a good way, especially those mutton chops. Oh my mm. God, jeez. Mm-hmm. And he also looks like Mark Maron, and I'm just going to continue to say that Mark Maron should star in the Stanley biopic. Yes, if Mark Maron could act like anybody but Mark Maron. I would agree. <laughs> Mark Barron, you dub over him. Said, well, Mark Maron acts like Stan Lee, though. That's, that's the sad part, though. Yeah, so I know. Wouldn't act- well, no. while, while we still, while we still have you, Brandon, expensive stuff. First thing that comes to mind. Uh, first thing that comes to mind. Oh God, um, my first comic book actually was Stan Lee X Men number one. Hmm. Nice. Nice. It, that was my first comic book uh, I ever read, actually, and because of him, I'm a I'm a reader. I assume it was a reprint. Yes, it was the Silver Age reprint from uh, like '92. Yeah, nice. yeah, I remember those. I first thing that comes to mind for me outside of the Marvel Action Hour because yes, I I remember that fondly. Johnny's the Human Torch. Um, is actually the final episode of the Spider-Man animated series. Yeah. Uh, yes. Oh. One of one of the most touching moments when Spider Man is going through the dimensions. This is after his whole pretty as close to the Spider Verse as you can possibly get, really. Before the Spider Verse, yeah, before the Spider Verse, where a whole bunch of different Spider Men get together and and have a you know a team up and face off against like Carnage and Venom and a bunch of other people and, and like Green Goblin and Hobgoblin and what have you. Uh, when Spider Man basically winds up going through the dimensions into the quote-unquote real world and meets Stan. And he gets to have a whole conversation with with Spider-Man. And it's it's really touching. Uh, they didn't know that was going to be the last episode of the Amazing Spider-Man animated series. Um, but uh, it, it works so well as one just because of essentially the coda of Spider-Man getting to meet his maker. Um, yeah. And that uh, it worked really, really well. And I, I love that moment to this day. Uh-huh. Yep. So, Brent, you you got to have a uh, a photo op with him, right? I did. I I paid a hundred dollars to have a photo with Stan Lee, mm-hmm. and I think that day that was one of the more mid tier photo ops. So he's he was pulling in. You know that was in two thousand and fifteen. Okay. So whoever his business manager was at the time, I don't think he's that's before. It's before all the stuff came out that you know. He was weak and frail. This was just before that, and yeah. I think yeah. his wife—I think Joni, his wife—was still alive. She was. Yes. She only died like I a year she, or two ago. Yeah. Yeah, I think it was two years. Anyway, um, yeah, it was very brief. You know, stand next to the guy, say hi, Stan. Thank you very much. Okay, smile, click. All right, next kind of thing. So, <laughs> you know, but I got to say thank you. I got to stand next to him, and I have a picture that I'll show my kids, and they'll be like, "Who's the old guy?" I'm like he did this, this, and this, and we're like, I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> I think they're gonna know who Spider-Man is, man. You know those movies that we watch at home? 
Yeah. Those. yeah, yeah. Hey, hey. Uh, do you do you do you remember when we went to go see Avengers Nine? Yeah, uh, he's the one who wrote the original Avengers comic yeah. book. Do you know what a comic book is? Remember comic books? Is that the things how you read on your iPad, Daddy? What's an iPad? Like, yeah. Are those those things that get implanted in my skull through Wi-Fi? Yes. Yes, they are. Yes, they are. Yeah. Uh, I I had a two, I guess you could call them quote-unquote run-ins with Stan. Um, the one where I was the closest to him was at Baltimore Comic-Con in 2012. Uh, I was I was at the Harvey Awards. That was the Baltimore Comic-Con that we went to the uh, the baseball game. Yeah, with Jamal. Yeah, with Jamal. Yeah. Uh, the Yankees were in town. It was Yankees-Orioles, so we saw that uh, the day my, before. My first Baltimore, I think. I think so, yeah. 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 Because I never, well, I'd, I'd go afterwards because yep. I would move there, but that's that. That's the Baltimore with uh, with you and the title belt. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's when you got to hold the uh, the title belt. That was that, like uh, ten. Dean, I was like fifteen pounds heavier. I think. Yeah, Dean Stahl's table. Yes, uh, yep. yes, because there was an independent wrestler at his table. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. yeah uh, I forget the name of the wrestler offhand, but I'm, I'm still I'm still face I'm still Facebook friends with him. He's actually part of the Frog oh. Pants community. Joey Image. There we go. Joey Image. Joey okay. Image. Yeah, and his uh, tag team partner Jake IDW. That was uh. that, that was. <laughs> I, I, uh, wait, hold on. I forget. I can do this. Hey, hey, <laughs> hey, ref. Try to talk. Okay, sure. Yeah, and and that, <laughs> and and now he's muted because seriously, that was disastrous. Oh, I missed that so much. That 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 pun deserves to be punished. Um, All right, fine. You can talk again. That was beautiful. No, I yeah. loved it. All right. Oh, just call me the Punisher. What's up? Did we call that punitive damage? Yes. Yeah. Why not? It's fine. <laughs> it's more like punitive damage. Yeah. Right? Oh, shut up. Oh. So anyway, uh, it was 2012. 2012. Baltimore. Yep. 2012. I'm at the Harvey Awards. Comfort and Adam were up for a, a Harvey that year, so uh, I wanted to, you know, show my support, and I, I went as uh, press, and we sat in the press section, and uh, press. Yeah. Well, I mean, what? I had a press pass, so that that's how I that's how I got in basically, and we're sitting in the press section. And in comes Stan. He's got one of his girls on the on the side because you know he always loved being around the lovely ladies, and uh, that was his handler for the convention. And they sat him down directly in front of me at at the Harvey Awards, and I I'm nerding out like I mean I'm basically like I'm I'm Homer Simpson with the oh my god yeah. oh my god oh my god oh my god oh my god the entire time. And I, Did you know, they sit him down and then look behind him and go, "Oh no!" And then come <laughs> to you and go, "Okay, leave him alone. Don't talk to him." I'm just, anything I'm, like that. I wasn't there, so he didn't. There was no need to worry about that. Oh yeah, no, they totally went. Excuse me, sir. Get the hell out of here. You're you're making a fool of yourself. Uh, no, I, I mean, I, I was I was quiet about it, but at the same time, I was definitely thrilled to be in his vicinity. And uh, snapped a few photos of him while he while he was sitting there, and then uh, he, come on, I'm it's sure I wasn't the only one, but yes, I was a creeper. So be hey, it. I paid for my photos, okay? Yes, you did. Yes, you did. And and I <laughs> and I didn't. I got to sit behind him at an award show, and it, he was actually there to give John Romita Jr. a Lifetime Achievement Award. Um, so him and John Romita Sr. went on stage to present him with the award. And it was it was a really cool experience, and uh, apparently this is the same show I believe where Pants wound up in an, in an elevator with him. 
So Brian Crispin from Comic Geek Speak got to meet him at an elevator. I think it might have been that the same That sounds one. right. Yeah. Because I don't think it was a San... No, it definitely wasn't San Diego. No, it wasn't San Diego. That, that no. much is definitely not there. Um, years earlier, at my first ever San Diego at, in 2007, um, I went to a Who Wants to Be a Superhero panel uh, with Stan on it. And uh, that was uh, right as they were premiering season two. It was only a two-season ser- series, so that was you know that was it with it. Um, but that was the year, and God, I, I I I remember this fondly. Slash, why did this have to happen? When there's this cosplayer that is notorious in the world of anime conventions, known as Manfei. Oh, Manfei! Oh boy. Yes, I think I know the name, but I don't know anything about. It. I know where this story is going. It is a morbidly obese man who dresses as Faye from Cowboy Bebop. Oh. Yeah, yeah, I've seen, I've seen pictures. Yes, you have. I've seen pictures. He's been at New York Comic Con at least once or twice. I've never seen him there. Okay, well, he 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 went up to uh, to ask Stan why he wasn't chosen for Who Wants to Be a Superhero, which is of course the time to do that clearly. And uh, and I, I think Stan was something along it was something along the lines of well I well it wasn't just me making the decisions or something like that and and uh, and that we went we went on from there but the rest of the panel was lovely except for the one guy who asked for a hug from Stan and then uh, basically everybody had to then be told please do not ask Stan for a hug because that's not why we're here yeah um but you gotta pay two fifty for that exactly uh, so. <laughs> so that's that's my other Stan uh, running as it were. Brandon, did you ever get to meet him or experience him? Sadly, no, I did not. Though. Okay. Yeah, and Raph, you didn't. You didn't either, right? Nope. Never in the same room. Never in the same. Oh, room. maybe like on a convention floor, and he was on one side, and I was on the other side. I'd, well, I've never been physically close to him. There's the restraining order, so oh, yeah, that's I mean, shit. That would yeah. do it. I mean, that's the case. Stan, Jack, Grant Morrison, Alan Moore. <laughs> I mean, fuck. Chris, I'm never going to meet anyone. Chris Claremont. Chris Claremont. Uh, Jr. 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 No, not Junior, but Senior. Huh. Oh, senior, but not oh. Junior. Weird, right? Yeah, that's that is really that weird. Is weird. It's only a little bit weird when you think about it. Right, yeah. I mean, well, Jr. Jr. lives in New York. He can't really, I mean, uh, yeah. we're you know, if I get in the same subway as him, what are you going to do? Exactly. Well, at least EVS and Chuck Dixon will let you near him. That's good. Yeah, well. Alonzo <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah. Axel, too, as well. Um, Ralph Macchio. Eddie Berganza. <laughs> Hey, Braganza, you him buddies? Whoa, whoa, whoa. No, too I've never soon. met anybody. Too, too soon. Know. Too soon, man. Come on. I too do soon. know Ralph Macchio, though. Really? Yeah. Not the Karate Kid, the editor. He, he oh. shot, he, he's, he's a regular at Midtown. I was going to say, like, like how, not the Karate Kid. How, how would you know the Karate Kid? No, no, that's not how, that's not I, how he works. I'm going to slightly lower Ralph's mic because he's louder than everybody else because well, that's I, the way he rolls. I usually am. Yeah, that's that. Because that's, I'm Batman. Uh, no, you're not. Wrong, wrong, wrong show. Wrong show. Oh. Because I'm Stanley. That's that's better. That's that, yeah. That's. Mm, mm. I also promise to not do the Stanley experience once tonight. <laughs> oh, really? Not once. Not once. Not once. Oh. So there I was. No, <laughs> we're not doing that tonight. It's fine. We might it's pull out our Stan impersonations, but we're not going to talk about what he might do to someone. Okay, we're that's, not, that's we're, fine. It's not happening. So there I was on the corner, <laughs> and a spider was going across across the, the traffic light above me. I think I thought, oh my god. What if I was a spider? A spider man. And I thought, oh wait, I already invented that back in nineteen sixty three. And that's how I created the X Men. Uh yeah, no. 
We do it. We do it out of jest, and we do it out of love. Lo- yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. I mean, it's the, fine. the closest Brent that I came to interviewing Stan was actually interviewing Mark Wade, right? Uh, since yes. since that that was uh, that was when Mark was doing that book with Stan. Uh-oh, yeah, so like for Boom. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, what was what was the name of that character? I'm trying to remember. Uh, I know that. Um, Start with an H. Who's Blue? I think so. Oh, oh. I'll, look, I'll look it up right now. Boom. I know it was around the same time as Irredeemable. It was yeah. around that same period, yes. The oh, tr- no, no, no. Stan was doing the alien guy. The- oh. And Mark was doing the time guy. The Traveler. Yes, that was yeah. it. I, I, I remember very clearly that Mark had glowing things to say about Stan, and he, he posted a really nice post on Facebook about his time working with him and how uh, he was surprised at how uh, once... Once they were done working, like he went on a couple of stories uh, about Ditko that he'd never heard in an interview before. Um, that sadly, I don't think were ever actually you know written down anywhere or anything because I'm sure well, that we'd all love to hear it. The thing with Stan, the thing always with Stan was he was a constant self promoter, yes. and he, he never he almost never let his guard down. I mean, the one time he did was that Jonathan Ross interview with uh, about the about Ditko, mm-hmm. and I think that's the only time I've ever seen Stan slip up. Yeah, when he was like, "Well, if he wants to uh, to take to have some credit, I'll allow him to have it." But but you don't think he's a co? No, I create. Oh, you didn't. You, I didn't want to say that. Yeah, you son of a bitch, Ross. It happened. It happened once, but I, I think for the most part, especially in later years, I felt as if he had mellowed with that. And, yeah, and that's and that's the thing. Like I, you know, with, with Stan, there's he's not a perfect guy. Nope, and he never was. And. You could go on and on about whether or not, you know, that, that, that there was less of a, a collaborative effort than we know about or whatever. But the fact remains that Stan essentially ran Marvel Comics during this period. Yeah, he was the editor-in-chief. Yeah. He's the first editor-in-chief that mattered. And I, I'm reading, uh, have you guys read The Untold Tales of, uh, of Marvel? I love that book. I own it. No. Okay. Um, I'm, I'm actually currently reading it, and... Uh, most recently, I, I got through the uh, the early days of Marvel and how there was a point where Stan was the only one who was working out of the office because they basically had to fire everybody because that was a time when after the whole Frederick Wortham debacle, uh, comics were in a slump and they had to they had to, get, they had to get rid of most of their regular writers and artists and he was the only one who was really keeping the company afloat and if not for Stan, we may have not have gotten even past the 1950s. Yeah. You know, to then get into the 60s and the and the whole Marvel renaissance. So it's it's something it's something to think about there, you know. He's man had a really storied history in the world of comics and elsewhere and uh also as well some of the best cameos in movies out of anybody. I mean, you you can argue between it, it's between him and Jack who the who the most influential comic creator of all time is. Because uh, Sigmund Schuster created Superman and Superman's the first superhero, sure. Yeah. But Siegel Schuster created what a dozen characters, maybe that people still remember. Mm-hmm. Stan, Stan, and Jack created thousands. That's true. Literal thousands of characters that yep. we still talk about. Yep. That get multi-million-dollar movies. Yep. That take all the money out of our pockets every May, the first weekend of May, <laughs> guaranteed. Yeah. And more, more often now because there's three Marvel movies a year now. That's insane. We get three Marvel movies every year now. That's true. Stan was Stan worked like years to get to this point, and now you know, like he, it, it's we're here. Yeah, Marvel. Yeah. So that, that's a, a point I want to harp on is like Stan worked for years to get where we're at. Oh yeah, 
Yeah. You know, I don't I don't begrudge Stan, you know, f- calling himself the creator of Daredevil, Hulk, Spider-Man, Fantastic Four, all this other stuff, and sometimes forgetting about the artists. You know, he was he lived a long time, and and you know he was out there shilling for comics and trying to get Marvel the movie deals. Oh yeah, I think in the eighties or seventies or something like that. Yeah. You know, he's working for a long time for these characters in this company. You know, and even till you know the day he died, he's telling Marvel stories. Oh yeah, you know he started two other companies after he left Marvel. Yep, and anytime. You know, they're getting interviewed about stuff. What do they want to talk about is Marvel. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I don't begrudge the guy for, for, you know, not wanting to give up as much credit as other people because he did a lot of work to keep those characters alive and, and shepherd them after those other artists and stuff departed the books. He was the original white man. And in a work oh, yeah. for hire environment, if you're there shepherding the characters and doing a lot of promotional work, you know, I don't. I don't begrudge him for feeling like he created a more, you know, had more to do with the creation of the characters than, than say the artist. Yeah. You know, that may not be the actual fact of it in a legal sense or whatever, but you know, I don't begrudge the guy for not giving as much credit as maybe other people deserve sometimes. Cause he was doing a lot of the work and you know, what were the other guys doing working on other projects or not involved with Marvel anymore. And that's their prerogative. Yeah. And, and you know, I mean, reading, reading that book, I mean, yet again, to mention it, the untold tales of uh, Marvel, you know, it, it tells tale of like, he tried to hand off the dialogue duties for, for books multiple times to other creators and felt like it didn't have the right voice because Stan was writing the dialogue for all these comics. Even if yeah. other people were coming up with the plots and the breakdowns, it was Stan who was writing the dialogue for, you know, well, 12, 13 books a month. If I remember right, because I've read multiple books on how to create comics. Yeah. And the Marvel, he did. he's the one that invented the Marvel method. Yes, he is, did. He gives, yep. he gives the idea, the artist does everything else, draw it, plot it, everything. Yeah. Stan, Stan gives the basic plot. Then they hand it off to Stan, and Stan does, like, the dialogue and, yep. you know, a couple of edits here and there. Mm-hmm. So, I mean... Either you can argue like you you can argue that the artists all deserve more credit and you wouldn't be wrong, but you can also argue that Stan you can't argue that Stan did nothing and oh, the no. only the artist did most of the work. No, Stan and I, came I, up with the original I, concept. Yeah. The artist expanded on it immensely, and then Stan finished it with his own thoughts. Right, and so, sh- and sure, there were probably characters that were created by the artist, but a lot of their a lot of their general personality. Yeah, that's all Stan is is Stan. Yeah, Brandon, what, what were you going to say? Look, Stan was two things. Stan was the original hype man, number one. Yes. He was out there championing these books for years and years and years. Mm-hmm. When Even when after a time when people fell by the wayside for comics, he was he was the original voice of them. If you look at any TV series from the 70s, the 80s, and the 90s, he had an active voice in those shows. Oh, yeah. yeah. And also, too, he was, he was the original story editor for comics. Yes. He, he was the original... Single-handedly, group editor for an entire line of comic books. Yeah, outside of those three years that he was that he was uh, that he had enlisted, you know, mm-hmm. he he worked consistently for Marvel Comics until the seventies. Yes. Yeah, it's 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 one hell of a career that I don't think we're ever really going to see again. I mean, I mean, the closest the closest we came, like you think about even like like run wise, like what the closest is what uh, Bendis on Ultimate or Dan Slott on on Amazing. No, it. Even then, that's Bendis on Ultimate's the closest because yeah. Slot 
Slot had a that a long run on Spider Man, but yeah. he didn't. If someone else can someone else can write Spider Man for twenty years and take his place. Right. Let's be honest. Yeah. Yes. Bendis created the Ultimate Universe. Yes, he did. And basically, when he he ended it, it ended. You're right. He, nothing came out after that. They they hell they brought Miles to the to the Marvel Universe just mm-hmm. so that he could continue writing it. Oh sure. So Bendis yeah. is, but even then, Bendis all then Bendis did is reimagine Stan's characters. Yeah. Him and Mark Miller, and, or Mark Millar, uh, and and maybe one or two other people. Mm-hmm. The only thing I can think of that comes close is, I don't know, maybe maybe the image guys combined. Yeah. Because they created Spawn, oh Wildcats. Oh, God. Okay. And even I, then. I'm sorry. You mentioned it, so I'm going to have to mention this. If you have not watched on YouTube, there is a video of Todd McFarlane, Rob Liefeld, and Stan Lee, as Rob Liefeld and Todd McFarlane are drawing and putting together a concept for a character with Stan and his quote-unquote input, and it is basically Stan ripping into Todd and Rob the entire time. Oh, that's awesome. It, I, I I don't know what happened to lead to that, but it may just be I don't know if it was sour grapes or that he was just in a mood that day. But what the hell are you guys doing? If you want, you can't s- even draw feet. What are those triangles? <laughs> God damn it, life! I know where Kirby and Kirby was a guy. If if you if you want to see Stan at his snarkiest, watch watch that video. Basically. That sounds amazing. Yeah, uh, it's is uh, that from the same series where like. Stan and Jim Lee and we're, we're talking and stuff like that it may over be. a drawing table. Because I remember I've saw, I saw that, and I've seen one with just McFarlane and Stan. Uh-huh. And it's like modern, I don't know if it's called Modern Masters, or something like that. Yeah, there was a DVD, but I never, I, Midtown used to have it, I never bought it's it. It's from the 90s, though. Yeah, there's, there's a, <laughs> here's a line from, what, from the video. You can think and draw at the same time. <laughs> <laughs> That's for the, yeah. I gotta watch this later. <laughs> yeah, it's 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 pretty it's pretty amazing. <laughs> but uh, I'll go back to uh, when Comic Geek Speak had uh, had Stanley on. Uh, it was episode eighty three of the show back in two thousand five. On his eighty third birthday. Yep, on his eighty on his eighty third birthday, uh, and it's kind of insane that that was you know thirteen years ago now. Um, but we're so old. When they had him on, uh, Kevin Moyer said something on that episode. I, I very like re-listen to it earlier today and it's something that that i 100 agree with is that for years now marvel comics have said stanley presents it didn't matter whether it was something that stan created or whether somebody else created it would say stanley presents i really want that to continue until there is no such thing as marvel comics anymore like yeah. because stan lee is marvel comics period I mean, yeah, he is the face of he. He is the one person you think of when you think of Marvel, right? And there would no one else. No one else can replace him. Yeah, and 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 because he kept it running, I feel he 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 deserves the honor of the Stanley Presents moniker for as long as they can possibly put it on a comic. It 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 should be there. It's part of Marvel's history and it's part of their heritage. Yeah, I don't think it should go anywhere. You can't no. Well, as as long as they're using his characters, they definitely should. Yeah. However. Marvel doesn't have, and I guess DC's reputation is also going down too, mm-hmm. of you know taking care of their creators mm-hmm. after the fact. Yeah, like you yeah. used to hear stories about DC doing a lot better and stuff. I don't know if that's going down yeah, or whatever. It's different. But when Paul Levitz was publisher, yeah, he made sure those people got paid when their stuff got used right. in a movie or right. whatever. Yeah, and yeah, but it's Marvel never Stan. really did that apparently. Or 
not to the level that DC did, that's for sure. Yeah, but it's different with Stan because Stan was smart. He, he negotiated a better contract. Not the best contract. Because from what I understand, he got paid a million dollars a year for life. Yeah. Which is great back in 1970, but 19, in, in 2018, that's nothing. Right. Compared to, like, Chris Evans makes that, like, you know, throwing cap shield once. <laughs> you know, like, uh, so, so, but I think he also had a lot of, he was also a company employee, and he had, diff, he, he, he was also editor-in-chief. Yeah. He probably gave himself a better deal on that. Because he could. Well, he's also executive producer of like all the movies. Yeah, he's executive. He was executive yeah. producer for life on all those Marvel movies. Yes, yeah. every and single one. Ghost Rider. Yep. Punisher. And I believe his Daredevil, final cameo is probably going ones. to be Avengers Four. Um, because I, from what I hear, he filmed, he filmed a, a cameo for uh, uh, what's what's the there, there's two movies I believe he did. I I think there might be a cameo in the X Men movie. Uh, Dark Phoenix? Yeah, yeah in Dark Phoenix, is. there may be one in that, depending on where they filmed it. Okay. When's Spider-Man? I thought last year or something they said, like, Ragnarok, maybe, I guess when Thor Ragnarok came out, mm-hmm. I thought they had said that Stan filmed a whole bunch for him, like four in a row with James Gunn or something like that. Yeah, you know what? Uh, according according to this here, um, uh, it's uh, Captain Marvel and Avengers 4 uh, he, he filmed cameos for, so... So yeah, you'll see you'll see one in that, and and that's probably what it was. James Gunn probably filmed a bunch of them, and we're just we're running out of them. What about Spider Man? Isn't Spider Man coming out next year? Uh, it is, but I don't believe it has a cameo. Uh, they film, remember they filmed that in London a lot. Oh and, yeah, and he really didn't travel much. No, uh, he's no. You're right. You're certainly right. not overseas. No, you're right. So he so he probably didn't. Uh, he probably wouldn't have been able to do that. That's I wonder weird. if um. I mean, they can do it via studio though, like green screen. No, that's true. That's true. Yeah, and insert shots. Yeah, yeah. What was your guy's favorite cameo uh, that that Stan made, uh, Brandon? Oh, oh, I. You know what? Not my favorite movie, but I think probably one of the best cameos. Amazing Spider-Man number one. Yes. With Garfield. Yeah. Yes. Oh, the, was the, that in the library? That's the, the library? Uh, lizard fight in the science. Yeah. He's like yeah. a science teacher janitor. Yeah. He's a librarian. Yeah. Yeah. From, probably one of the best cameras I've seen. Yeah, I, I'm I'm going old school and I'm saying Willie Lumpkin. I, I think mm. I, I think it was great to have him as Willie Lumpkin in the in the original Fantastic Four movie. I will mm-hmm. do you guys one better. Not only not only is it one of the worst Marvel movies, but it's oh no, also uh, from the Fantastic Four franchise. Stan oh. Lee as himself. Oh, uh, at the wedding, the wedding of Reed and Sue. Yes. What's your name? Stanley. Stanley. Yeah. Okay, guy. No, really. I, I'm Stanley. I'm on the list. <laughs> that was that. That's my favorite. Brett, well, where would you go? Um, I I definitely like the Fantastic Four ones for sure. Mm-hmm. I think I always like the one with the whatever. I think it was Guardians Two with the Watcher. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Oh, he's yeah. sitting around the watchers and stuff like that, and yep. they disappear on him at the end of the movie. He's like, "Hey, where are you going?" <laughs> I think right that's, back. <laughs> that's my favorite. Um, was he in the first? Thing I was. I think he was. Yeah, he was. I, I don't remember one his of the Earth scenes. Yeah, I don't remember. But um, I always disliked the Iron Man cameos he had because it was like, "Hey, Larry King," and he's like there for a split second and he disappears. <laughs> Or uh, the, fir- the best one was the Hugh Hefner one, but I'm just like you know the man created the character like he deserves more than a split second on screen. Yeah. In fact, I hope what they do in the future after they use up the ones they've already filmed is just create a you know stand in a frame mm-hmm. 
like his headshot or something with one of the stars or whatever. And like, hey, in every movie they go, you know, you see Stan's eight by ten in a picture frame in the background or some line going like, oh, it's my favorite uncle. Yeah, you know something like that. I would, I would love that. You just, know, uh, they're somehow going to find a way to work his his headstone into like a gravesite uh, at some point. Uh, no, you know what? Uh, 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 it's going to break me. I know. I don't know if I Avengers Four right spoilers. Yeah. When the Avengers get the Infinity Gauntlet and use it against yeah. Thanos, uh-huh. everything's going to go white, and the Avengers will be in it, it will be in heaven, and it'll be they'll they'll talk to their oh, creator, no. and it'll be a CG Stan and Jack. Oh, oh God! Oh, God. Why, why would you do that? That would because break I hate me. everyone. That would break me, dude. Because I want to. I want. No, it'll be it'll be what a stand. <laughs> Jack will be there because he didn't create a good contract. <laughs> no, he didn't. No, but no, but uh, his family his family sued the shit out of Marvel and one. Kirk, Kirby's got a lot more rights now when it comes to when it comes to his family and does. Movies. He doesn't. Yeah. He's dead. Well, yes. Thank you, Chief. Yeah, that's that's where I was. That's where I was going. Thank you for yeah. reminding me. By the way, I didn't realize that. Uh, well, the, 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 well, think of when when Kirby was quote unquote God in Wade and Waringo's Fantastic Four. Yeah, Fantastic Four five twelve. Yeah. Someone brought it up um, a couple of nights ago, and I remembered it. Yeah, that was back when Reed's face got jacked up by Doom, and he erased it. Yep, and he's like, "Yeah, let's fix that back up." <laughs> by the way, uh, Thor, uh, he in Thor, he tried to lift Mjolnir. Oh, that's right with yeah. the truck. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, okay, okay. I remember. Yeah. I remember. I actually brought up all of his uh, cameos. Uh, I, I actually really liked him in Mallrats too. Yes. Oh. Yes, yes. Yes. That was good. Yeah, like that. You know, outside of the quote unquote canon of Stanley cameos, but uh, that that was that was really good. Um, so how's the thing in sex? Spider Man. I forget which one. Is it one of the Raimi Spider Man? I guess one man can make a difference. I think that's the first Awkwardly one. Awkwardly standing next to Spider-Man. No, I'm shit. That's three. Oh, that's three? Okay. No, my favorite is Spider-Man 2. Look, Spider-Man stole that kid's sneakers. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, the the first Spider-Man movie, he just saved somebody from a falling piece of rubble. Yeah, yeah that's right. That's right. At the, at the world... At the world- Something concert? Yes. With, with the Gray? awesome in, Macy Gray song. Yeah. It's what's supposed to be Times Square, but there's no building like that in Times Square. Say what you want about the movie version of that song. The song on the soundtrack with the gu- Tom Morello guitar lick. Mm-hmm. Yes. Pretty awesome. Yeah. Yeah. The movie version, not so much. Yeah. Too bad that Chad Kroger and uh, that dude from Nickelback song was no good. <laughs> Chad, uh, Josie Casey? Yeah, I don't. I don't. Saliva. 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 Click, click, boom. boom. So well. he, I, I, for, I forgot that in, in Amazing Spider-Man Two, he's a guest at uh, at Peter and Gwen's graduation, and he noted he notes that he recognizes Peter. And I'm thinking to myself, of course he recognizes Peter. He was their freaking teacher in the last movie. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yep. Yeah, but Stan's Stan's cameos are never never canon. They I do know. whatever they want. I know, but still, uh, you, know, or, you know what's really funny. So, um, someone came in to work on Tuesday. Yeah, and uh, I was I was ringing him up, and we were talking. And it's like, yeah, man, I'm trying to. F- I was on. I was just trying to figure out, you know, what what Stan's role in the in the in the Marvel Cinematic Universe. I'm like, God, <sighs> he's a watcher. He's, God. he's a watcher. He can't be a watcher because why would he need a ride from the other watchers and disguise himself as a human being? Yeah, that's fair. So he's and I was like, yeah, look, it's obvious he's God. He shows up as multiple mortal beings so he can observe the events of man. Oh my god! These, these fanboys, god damn it! What, what, what were you gonna say, Brandon? Uh, I was gonna say uh, I also found his cameo in Spider-Man: The Video Game heartbreaking too. Well, what, what was that? I, I didn't. They didn't actually see it. All right. So in Spider-Man: The Video Game, he plays the owner of a restaurant that MJ and Peter go to. 
Oh. Oh, I yeah, no, I, I have a story for this. Okay. Go ahead. Oh no, no, no. Keep going, Brandon. No, that's that's all I'm saying. Did say. you know do you, do you know who did the mocap for that? The mocap for a stand? Yeah. No who? Travis Willingham. Grog? Yeah, Grog, uh, yeah. Grog from Critical Role. Also, he plays Kingpin in the Spider-Man game. Because yeah, okay. they were telling the story um, on an episode of Critical Role, where, or maybe Talks Machina, I don't remember what. But basically, um, yeah, uh, Travis had to stand in for Stan, be- and uh, Yuri Lowenthal and Laura were doing the Peter Parker MJ scene. And, huh. and it was yeah. it was not Stan, because he was not in good enough health to do it. Oh, okay. Oh. So it's technically Stan, but it's not Stan. I, I did like in... Uh because he doesn't actually show up in the Incredible Hulk, if I remember correctly, right? Uh, yes, he does. Uh, he does for like a split second. Oh, he does. Okay, but I did like that the uh, yeah he drinks he drinks the juice. Right. Yeah, he's, he drinks he's the juice that makes him that sick. Right. Yeah. Right. The guarana, the guarana soda, or whatever it was. Yeah. Okay. Wow. But, if you had watched every Marvel movie this year, leading up to Infinity War since January, you would have known that. But I didn't. But you did, and you talked about it on your YouTube channel, yes, BK's Bullets. Check it out at. BK's yeah. Bullets on YouTube. Uh, anyway. I didn't even tell him to do that, folks. <laughs> yeah, it's like I've been doing this for 12 years or something. Um, Good train, scary monkey. Yeah, right? At, at gmail.com. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I did like in the Incredible Hulk movie, though, that uh, the pizzeria, uh, the, the, the guy who owned the pizzeria, his name was Stanley. Yeah, that's right. And he, and he looked a lot like Stan, even if he wasn't Stan. That's right. I Which one was the one with um, him and Lou Ferrigno? That was, that's, incre- that's the Hulk. The that's first the Hulk, Hulk with no, no, Anna. No, I'm sorry. That's no. No, I think together. No, that's incredible. Hulk. That's incredible. Hulk. I'm sorry. No, no, no. It, it is. It is. It's 2003 Hulk, I, aka okay. aka Bad Hulk. Uh, he he appears walking alongside former TV series Lou Ferrigno. Uh, in, in an early scene, both the security guards and Bruce Banner's lab, yeah. which is hilarious yeah. because Lou Ferrigno plays a security guard in Incredible in Hulk. Yep. So yeah. I would like to believe he is the exact same security guard, but he's not because the Hulk movie is not in canon because it sucks butt. Uh, it, it was it was his first speaking role in a film based on one of his characters. I thought, well, yeah, I thought Fantastic right. Four was that. Fan- no, Fantastic. I actually, t- no, go ahead. Uh, I was going to say, he's going to be that one, or it's going to be X3, because he actually has a speaking line in X3 also, too, as well. Yeah, and Hulk came before Fantastic Four, Brent. Uh, Hulk was 2003, Fantastic Four was 2005. Okay. Yeah. I mean, come on. you got to go in the continuity of Stan appearances. I mean, yeah, you know? Uh. (laughs) And I like that he's shown up in the background of all the Netflix shows. Mm-hmm. Uh, it, like there's been a, like a poster or oh. there's been you know as like, the like officer a, right yeah as the officer or a mugshot or something like he's usually somewhere in one of the shows I don't think he was in season three of Daredevil he may not have been uh, but I don't remember seeing I don't know yeah. I, I I probably wasn't paying enough attention he, I remember he showed up as like as like wall art like graffiti wall art on I think Luke Cage if I remember correctly is that and also is these posters of him as the officer on episode. Ten, I think it was. Okay, cool. Yeah, so he's so he's definitely you know he he makes himself known. He he apparently was in the animated Jay and Silent Bob movie also. Yes. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, Jay and Bob Super Movie Cartoon movie. Yes, he was. Mm. But he has a voiceover in Into the Spider Verse. <gasps> oh, cool. So he will be in that. And Titans, Big Hero Six, Big Hero Six, amazing. End end credits scene in Big Hero Six. Love that. That's right. I remember that. It's great. 
the uh, pediatrician we take the kids to, they have a TV and it's always playing a movie. They have one movie, <laughs> Big Hero 6. It's a good movie to have. It's always on. Oh it's a, they God. figured out how to put it on repeat, <sighs> and it's just never stops. It's a, it's a good it's movie like, to have. We've been going there for three years now, and it's like, geez, they haven't figured out a different movie. Oh I cannot God. watch that movie without crying many, many tears. Yeah. No, it's it, it's it's pretty great. I love it. Uh, but apparently, he's also going to be in Ralph Breaks the Internet. <gasps> Ooh. So he's got a voiceover in that. And I did not see Teen Titans go to the movies, but that is the only DC movie with Stan's voice. Yes, you played himself in that one. Go figure. <laughs> All you right, actually watched it, Brandon. Uh, what? You watched that? What? You watched that steaming pile of turd? What? I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> what? what do you mean, steaming pile of turd? I actually heard it's supposed to be pretty good. It actually is pretty good. Yeah. Well, I, I was trying to get that answer, whether it was good or not. I, mean, what, I don't... What? I, what? What? I, what? I, don't, I don't understand what you're talking about. What? Why did you make him a poo suddenly? I know, right? I know. Well, because a poo's going bye-bye next season. That's why. Oh. Womp womp. Supposedly, that's not happening. Yeah, we'll what? see. We'll when, the edit, when the executive producer said it, that's not true, I don't know. All right, we're not talking about Matt Granick here. We're talking about Stan Lee. Yeah, yeah. Excelsior. <laughs> True believe us, Excelsior. I, I remember uh, there was a there was definitely a a comic that came out in like the mid two thousands where Stan got to meet different Marvel characters. It was a it was a fifth week event series. It was a bunch of one shots. That's what it was. Okay. Stanley meets and then um. There's one with Spider-Man holding on to him. I think Silver Surfer's one. Yeah. There's a couple of them. I, I remember it. I think I read the Spider-Man one, if I remember correctly. Yeah. I think you. Ha- I think I saw it in your collection Yeah. at one point. But let's talk about, real quick, Stan Lee's DC work. Oh, Stan Lee. Oh, boy. Just, I read the uh, Green Lantern one. I read the Batman with Dave Givens art. That's the only one I read. Yeah, I read the Superman one years ago. I never read the. I never read any of them except the Batman. I think I read the Superman one, if I remember correctly. I don't. Yeah, I, I don't, don't remember it, so I don't. I don't think I read it. Yeah. Have they been collected at all? I don't remember if they're they've collected. Been collected. They were at some point. And they they're may called act- um just just imagine Stanley creating yeah. DC universe. Yeah, let's see. That's the trade. Um, Midtown might still have it. Mid, why would you know that? Because because uh, Midtown Comics is located in New York. Oh, really? Oh. Sometimes I visit. Oh, mm, shocker! And 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 work there. And you no. just act like you no. work there, like you did on that Gem Mint Collectibles video. <laughs> I d- I mean, technically, I do work for them. I just don't work for them often. <laughs> uh, I'm thinking. I think the Stanley just imagine stuff may only be on on digital at this point because I don't think it used to a- be a trade back. Like you know, five ten years ago. Yeah, I just I don't, don't, I don't know if it's actually in print right now. They don't keep a lot of stuff in print anymore. So yeah, because I'm looking right now and I'm not seeing the. Oh, actually, nope. Apparently, book three is still available. That's probably the last one they printed, and that's leftover copies. It's so old; it has the original DC bullet on it. I don't think mm-hmm. Diamond even has any. Co- well, yeah, Diamond doesn't have any copies. The, yeah, I would have remembered it. Back when I was working for them, there's a newer version of Book One with the more no no, no never mind that's the, that's the original DC bullet on it I, I take it back so yeah they have not well, been printed in a while you can expect them to reprint it here in the next year probably I'm sure they will and I, I I'm very I was very happy to see you know pretty much everybody putting up tributes to to Stan in one way or another DC put up a tribute Marvel put up a tribute. Uh, 
think I even saw Image and Dark Horse putting up tributes to Stan because, I mean, again, so many of these companies would, really would not exist without Stan keeping modern comics co- going. Let's say modern comics wouldn't exist without Marvel. Oh, definitely. Yeah, yeah. No, correct. Yeah. yeah. DC would still be stuck in its, oh, let's only do comics for kids phase. Yep. Mm-hmm. Definitely. So, I mean, yeah. he, he created a whole genre of comics. Yep. He, I mean, the, the idea of, I mean, reigniting the Silver Age with the Fantastic Four was him. Yep. And actually, well, not not just him, but actually his wife's idea. No, that's true. Yeah, because I, I know that, uh, I mean, Spider-Man in particular, I, I believe we can definitely thank Joan for it because I know that uh, she was basically like, you know, do what you want since, since the comic was getting canceled anyway. She's just like, you know, hey, if you want to you you know, make this something that you want, then go ahead and do it. And that's how Spider-Man basically happened. Yeah. So, go figure. I know that... I thank Stan not just for his his main character creations, but also for the supporting characters. Yeah, his supporting casts are really solid. Yeah, and that's something that I mean DC did okay with, you know, back in the day. But I really feel like Marvel was the first company to really give supporting characters an actual voice and personality. Honestly, uh-huh. if you look at DC though, it's only really Superman and Batman, which are two of their oldest characters. Mm-hmm. Wonder Woman doesn't really have that great a supporting cast. Yeah. Um, the Green Lanterns are their own supporting cast because there's nine Earth Lanterns now or whatever. Yeah. And that's it. You mean there's no uh, Green Lanterns? or uh, I was, I'm sorry. I thought you were speaking German there for a minute. There were, there were, no, there, there were like six. Okay. Wait, no, no, it's, it's Simon Baz, Jessica Cruz, uh, Guy, Hal, Kyle, and John. So six. All right. Okay. Yeah. But, no, and this is... No, I don't speak German. All right, good. Just just, just checking. Yeah. Nine. J- Do we think that J. Jonah Jameson is Stanley? Is he racist? No. No. He just doesn't no, like no, Spider-Man. No, he's not racist. No. He just doesn't like Spider-Man, right? Yeah. Right. Okay, that's fair. He just doesn't like spiders. He doesn't. He, he, he has no problem so with... So Stanley's an arachnophobe. Robbie's he's his a, best friend. He's anti you're right, you're right. right. Yeah, you're come right. on. You're I mean, right. mind you, that doesn't mean anything when it comes to racism, <laughs> but I mean, still, but... That's true. Yeah. Let's not, t- let's not talk about racism anymore in this episode. That we're no. not, we have no. previous episodes that have talked about this. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> we don't need to do that, too. But, uh, no, I... Remember, remember though, comics are for everybody. Comics, for, comics for, for, are for everybody. Yes. Comics are for everyone. We're not, we're, not, we're not going there this episode, Brandon, man. Oh, don't get started. <laughs> everyone. We, we, may, we may soon, because uh, I, I know someone who wants to talk about it. But anyway... Oh. Um, everyone. All right, all right. We're good. Okay. Thank you. Jesus. No, I, 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 I stand by that. I, I think that, that Jay Jonah is, is essentially Stan barking at the bullpen. <laughs> Probably. I could see that. Because that's, that's one thing, like, people think the bullpen was this place that everybody worked, when in reality it was pretty much Stan's creation. Yeah, it uh-huh. was, it was imagined. It was, yeah, everyone came in with their art. They didn't work in the studio Yeah. He wished it could be that way from the looks of it, but... I wished it could be that way. Yeah, but that's just not how it happened. And, uh, you know, it is what it is, but... Are there any character creations that stand out to you um, that wouldn't normally be mentioned uh, when thinking of Stan? Like, you know, like any any side characters or any any of his lesser-known creations? I got one. Shoot. Robbie Robertson. Yes. Definitely. As a... As a black guy, it was so rare to see an intelligent black figure in comics. Hmm. And not just that, but someone who was seen as an equal to 
the main characters yes. to to Peter or to JJ or actually so sometimes the only person to really rein in JJ also as well. Yeah. And that meant a lot to me as a kid. Mm-hmm. I mean, not only just the whole Spider-Man book meant a lot to me as a kid. Yeah. Uh, and because, you know, it's, it's easy to, to identify with the hero, but when you identify with the supporting cast also too, mm-hmm. that's a hallmark of a, of a good storyteller and a good book. Definitely. Yeah. And, 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 and that's, and that's something that, you know, Stan didn't take guff from, cause at the time, like, I mean, yeah, like it, it wasn't very acceptable to have race in comics back then, you know? No. And he went ahead and did it. I mean, it's the same thing, like, for instance, with the uh, breaking the comics code to uh, to do the, the drug issue. Mm-hmm. You know, that's something that, that Stan was 100% on because he felt like it was a story that needed to be told. He, he, had, his finger, he had his finger on the pulse of civil rights yeah. from the get-go. Yes. Uh, and you know, you look at books like X Men. I mean, the biggest allegory now of X Men is, well, at least in the '90s when we were when we were reading them, was you know, uh, gay and straight relations. You know, yeah. Uh, you know, X Men were an allegory for uh, for for people who were LGBTQ plus. Yeah, I'd say but, they definitely started out more as an allegory for racism. Yeah, and, and but yeah, definitely. But that. definitely, yeah. yeah. In the '60s, it really was an allegory for racism or or for the civil rights fights, you know, yeah. a lot of people saw Malcolm in Magneto, and a lot of people saw um, Martin in Xavier. Mm-hmm. And it's it's amazing how you could be so subtle while telling that story, or while while twisting that world around to reflect how things are, yeah, and not be preachy about it. Also, too, definitely. Yeah, no, it's uh, it's 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 something that that he. I mean, I wouldn't quite say he revol. No, I guess I could say he, he definitely revolutionized that. That he that he that he was uh, he was very much unafraid to tell the stories that he felt he needed to tell, and that was that was one of them. When I when I think of characters that broke the mold, I think of characters like Hawkeye. Mm-hmm. You know, a, a character, and mind you, this was a, this was along the same time. You know, Hawkeye, uh, Quicksilver, and Scarlet Witch were all characters that started off as villains and then became heroic. And, yeah, Squeak Avengers. Yeah, and became the Avengers. And that shit just wasn't done back in the day. You know, if you were a villain, you were a villain. Like, you would, there was no, there was not enough nuance in comics for reformation to happen. And Hawkeye t- today is a is basically a founding Avenger in many ways. Like, you know, he yes, he was in the original Avengers film, but there's people who, if you ask them, like, who's who's the founding member of the Avengers, they're probably going to say Hawkeye, even though he wasn't there at the beginning. You know? They'd he, also say Cap, but they'd be wrong, too. Well, that's, yeah, that, that, that is true, since that was, what, uh, issue four that Cap came Yeah, in? issue four. Yeah, issue four, yeah. So it's, it, it, it's I, characters like that that make me fully appreciate... What what Stan was capable of back in the day, and and breaking uh, you know comic book standards and creating something that, that was a little bit more nuanced than what we were used to. Uh, Brent, uh, any any that, that come to mind for you? I remember reading like that uh, the last Fantastic Four story or whatever. Like John Romita Jr. did the art on it, and uh, Stan like wrote it, mm-hmm. 
I remember reading it. It was like definitely. I don't know if I'd read anything older than that at the time, but uh-huh. I definitely remember reading, having a difficult time reading it mm-hmm. a couple of years ago. Yeah, and uh, I think more Harwell did the uh, did the inks. The the, I mean, sorry, did the, 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 yeah. the, the colors. More did that. the colors. I remember that. Yeah, because yeah. I because I, I know because I know he mentioned that uh, on on Facebook that uh, that was the, you know, the one time he really got a chance to work with uh, Stan. Yeah, was on that with uh, Junior's stuff. Any, anything for you, Ref? Uh, Stripperella. Oh my god! <laughs> wow, you had to go there, didn't you? <laughs> you know, you honestly, honestly, I, I I kind of applaud you for that. I kind of applaud <laughs> you for that because I would have completely forgotten about right? that. That's and, a post Marvel one, though. And, and, I know. Yeah, but it happened. It did happen. And uh, Stri- 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 no, Stri- honestly, um, Stri- honestly, I think the. The thing about Stan, so the thing I like I liked about Stan the most is he he drew from from like actual mythology and actual like Shakespearean themes. So yeah. I even though he's not an obscure character, my favorite Stan character is Thor because mm. I was a huge mythology nerd as a kid. Yeah, and Thor was kind of like my entryway into Marvel because I didn't read Marvel growing up or at DC. Mm-hmm. So the first Marvel, the first Marvel book I can remember, which isn't the first Marvel book I read, is. Uh, is Avengers Masterworks Volume One, which is a yellow, is a canary yellow soft cover, mm-hmm. uh, and it's the first like six to ten issues of the Avengers. Okay. So, and Thor was the character I liked because he had a hammer and he hit people with it, <laughs> and bludgeoning people is like the best thing you could do to people. Yeah. No, that's that's fair. I pick things up and put them down. Yeah. And you know Loki, we 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 have to thank for him as well. Yeah, Loki. The the rest of the Asgardian pantheon, like who how how many how many how many people got into Norse mythology because of Stan Lee. A lot. Yeah. <laughs> a lot. There, there's probably people who still think to this day that Thor is supposed to have blonde hair and... Uh, <laughs> and, and that Mjolnir is supposed to look like that. Yeah. Exactly. Like, he's, no, man, he's, he's not a superhero and he sure as hell wasn't blonde in the original No, he was a little stories. more... He was a little more low-key. Oh. Go ahead, Raph. Go ahead, Raph. Keep talking. Keep no, talking. Yeah. All right. Anyway, so uh, that was a real tooth gnasher there. <laughs> real, te- real tooth grinder. Yeah. Mm. Really. Jeez. Oh boy. Ugh. That's but, good. And I thank Stan Lee for alliteration. Oh yeah. Yes. Because yeah, he may not have been the first. Lois Lane, Wana Lang. You know that all existed. Lex Luthor. Lex Luthor. That all existed before Stan, but. Stan's inability to remember names is why we have things like Reed Richards, Sue Storm, Millie the Model, Millie the Model, you know, Peter Parker, Peter Parker, uh, Bruce Banner, uh, Flash Flompson, Thor Thorinson, <laughs> Robbie Robertson, Robbie Robertson, J. Jonah Jameson, yes, Logan, Logan, Loganson. No, no, that, no. He didn't create Wolverine. That's right. No, that's that, also that's, that, that, that was Lone Weed. Yeah, that's not that his name. That's not his name. Scott Summers. Scott Summers. Yeah. Gene no, Slim, Slim Summers, not Scott Slim. Right, because he went by Slim at the beginning. Mm-hmm. Why? Because he was thin. <laughs> oh, right. That's that's absolutely the reason why you go that route. Yeah. Before Jim Lee took over and made him muscly. <sighs> Previously on X Men. On- oh Jesus! <laughs> Thank you, Miles. And. and I'll, I'll. I think I'll end it on this because I think we might be running out of things to say about Stan, and we can talk about the, some other things on this episode too. But there's one word that defines Stan Lee 
that I'm very happy is in the lexicon of language, and that is Excelsior. Yeah, New York State motto. Exactly. Really? Yeah. Excelsior is That's where you got it from. Yeah, Excelsior is the New York State motto, and he decided it, basically he saw it one day, thought it was a cool word, and decided that that would be his exclamation to sign off with. And I, I thank him very much for that because I freaking love the word Excelsior, and I would not know it without Marvel Comics. My third favorite class of Starship. Yep. It's also used in the name of hotels, newspapers, and other products to indicate superior quality. Because Marvel Comics, Excelsior. It's the third Enterprise. Really? Yes. I, yeah, yes. the Enterprise B. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Star Trek Generations. Oh. Captain mm-hmm. John Harriman. Really? The tractor beam will be installed on Tuesday. <laughs> I hate you so much. I'm sorry. You said Tuesday, so now I'll just go supernatural. But yesterday was Tuesday. It's Tuesday. But today is Tuesday, too. Or I can go uh, Scott Pilgrim. She does. You guys have a lot of weird fucking references. You know, you'd think we were nerds or something. Gelato is vegan. Oh lordy! All right. Any any final thoughts on Stan before we before we uh, move on? Uh, yeah, I do. Go ahead. Um, I'm gonna try to say this without trying to cry at least, but um, if it wasn't for Stanley, I wouldn't have known you three jackasses. <laughs> Aww. I mean, that's pretty accurate. Oh, we think you're a jackass too, prick. And um. <laughs> It's amazing how one man has redefined what it is. I wrote on my Facebook, you know, he was the most merry of Marvelites, and yeah. he created heroes, and those heroes spawned other heroes. Mm-hmm. It's amazing how many people, especially in the world that we live in today, are affected by the heroes that we see on the big screen now. Yeah. Um, with movies like Iron Man, The Avengers, it's these morality tales now which have affected millions of people now, millions of kids, to be better people. And it would not be such a right world if it wasn't for Stan Lee. And for that, I just want to say thank you, Stan. You have changed an entire generation of people yeah. for the better. Absolutely, <clears throat> he was a, he was a guy. He was a guy who, who like like I said before, he he was a guy who was unafraid of pushing the bar when it needed to be pushed, and and he was a man who loved his medium. He really did. Um, whether it be the characters that he created or whether it just be comics in general. I I 100% agree with you, Brandon. We would not be sitting here right now if not for Stan. And uh, this industry would be a much bleaker place without without his, his achievements and without just without him, period. I'm, I'm looking right now at, this, at the Stan soapbox that he wrote back in the 70s. Uh, the yeah. racism one, yeah, yeah, that's a good one. Yeah, I, I'm not going to read the whole thing, but I'll read I'll read uh, a couple of lines of it real quick here, just because they are actually, you know, they're, prescient. They're, yeah, they're they're prescient and they're pertinent. 
Bigotry and racism are among the deadliest social ills plaguing the world today. But unlike a team of costume supervillains, they can't be halted with a punch in the snoot or a zap from a ray gun. The only way to destroy them is to expose them, to reveal them for the insidious evils they really are. The bigot is an unreasoning hater, one who hates blindly, fanatically, indiscriminately. If his hang-ups is black men, he hates all black men. If a redhead once offended him, he hates all redheads. If some foreigner beat him to a job, he's down on all foreigners. He hates people he's never seen, people he's never known, with equal intensity, with equal venom. Now, we're not trying to say it's unreasonable for one human being to bug another, but although anyone has the right to dislike another individual, it's totally irrational, patently insane to condemn an entire race, to despise an entire nation, to vilify an entire religion. I'm going down a little bit here. For then, and only then, we'll be truly worthy of the concept that man was created in the image of God, a God who calls us all his children. Pax S. Justitia, Stan. Excelsior. 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 True believers. I'll go back to doing the Stanley experience in a couple weeks. I can't yeah, do it. Yeah, right I know. That's fine. I know. I can't. I can't you know what's funny? I was just thinking about it. Yeah. If anything, I think, I think the person I've always wanted to be was Stan. Yeah. Because I've always wanted to write comics. I've always been a shameless promoter of comics. Oh, certainly. So, I mean, this... It, it, Your bravado would not exist without Yeah, Stan. the person I am today is is not directly, because I don't think I copy Stan that much, but is pretty much inspired by Stan. So, you know, uh, that's... You know, it, it, like like Randon said, we, we wouldn't be who we are. Yeah. We wouldn't know each other. We wouldn't be the people we are without Stan. Yeah. He's... Without his creations, we're, what are we? You're you're absolutely right. I'd be and Superman fan still, but <laughs> what does that even mean? And, and that's and that image that's been spread all over the place that I posted to my Instagram. Uh, you know the you know you were a pretty good creator of universes yourself, kid. Yeah, that's a good one. Yeah, that was a good one. That's uh, it's very very true. And uh, yeah, I'm gonna miss you, Stan. I lost I lost uh, I lost two heroes this year at the age of 95. My grandfather and Stan. And uh, oh wow, both same age. Yeah, they were both they were both ninety five when they passed, and it was both this year. And I, I yeah. when my when my grandfather died, I thought to myself, Stan's gonna come next, and it's gonna hurt just about just about as much. And I, and it did, man. It really did. I I'm gonna freaking miss him. Yeah, he's he was absolutely what we needed for this industry, and he's never gonna be forgotten. And he's always gonna have a lasting legacy on the world of comic books, Marvel, and elsewhere. Oh, hands down. He's he's the most influential creator of ever. All right. It's hard to argue that. And let's face front and talk about some comics. How about that? Yeah, let's do that. Yeah. I think that mm-hmm. that, that uh what what else will we do on an episode to honor the legacy of Stan than to talk about some stuff we've read <clears throat> and stuff some, some stuff that we've enjoyed. Uh Brent, what what you been reading what you been reading lately, man? Uh you put me on the spot here. Always. Um I read books. Reading... They are good. <laughs> My favorite book is Title by Guy. Title has pages. I read the pages. I look at the pictures on the pages. They are good. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you uh, very much for that. Yeah, I thought yeah. that was good. Did, did you Just read Did you read, Marson's? read the Kurt Busiek Camelot Falls arc? Oh, Ooh, yeah. Nice. That was okay. It wasn't as good as I remember. Yeah. 
Um, I reread the Loki miniseries by Robert Rohde mm-hmm. and uh, Isad Ribic. Wait, War Machine wrote that? <laughs> let's just go. Let's just go with yes on that and move on. <laughs> did you Did you read um, Morrison's uh, Green Lantern? Yes, I did, it and was, uh, uh, I want to reread it. I it didn't immediately turn me off. Okay, but it wasn't uh, as clear to read as any other person would have wrote, wrote so it. so what you're saying is it was a morrison comic it was yeah yeah i'm I'll, I'll stick around it's only 12 issues so how bad could he fuck it up I don't know. <laughs> it's, a, it's a police procedural and like a pulp book huh. in the morrison heavy metal fashion interesting that's the best way i can describe it. i read that thing twice what, okay what bums me out though is that the uh the two books that just ended before that mm-hmm. hal jordan and the green lanterns yeah uh, and Green Lantern. I forget who was writing that. Was that Rob Venditti writing that? Yeah, that yeah. was Venditti. And, and Green Lanterns, which for a long time was Baz and Jessica Cruz. And then after Hal Jordan ended, it was like everybody, you know, that was. And I think Mike Perkins was doing some art on there. I don't know if he's doing writing or not, but mm-hmm. th- those were all really strong out of the new, out of the rebirth line. So yeah. it's, a, it's a bummer to see those come to an end. Mm hmm. To suddenly hard left turn as anything going into a Morrison book is well that's you know, that, I mean, well that throws the, out everything before and does what he wants. I mean, right? frankly, that's the way I felt about when Bendis took over Superman and we lost out on Jurgens and then we lost out on Tomasi. But that's you know that that yeah. I, it, it's bound to happen. I mean, you know, creators change over and especially we, high profile creators, they yeah they get to run into place. Yeah, but but is it is it like Final Crisis Morrison or is it like Animal Man Morrison? I've never read Animal Man. It's um, it's Christ Final Crisis E. It's a little more. Yeah. Is it heady or is it like just crazy? It's crazy. Mul- it's just straight up. Cr- it's it's out there. Mul- multiversity crazy or just about. No, it's all right. It's like you know he's introducing different characters, mm-hmm. so they're the main focus of the first half of the book, and then Hal shows up and he's like a wanderer on Earth, which kind of makes sense. Like if you spend every waking moment in space you're not going to have a place to live on earth you're not going to have any money on earth like his hal jordan relies so much on the ring that he's going around from town to town uh meeting girls and eating off their couches and stuff instead of earning money for himself and trying to keep a job here on earth he's just like and whatever i'll just go to the next town he's hitchhiking and uh all this other weird stuff that hal's never done before like a flandering jesus yeah yeah Hmm. You know what I am reading for the first time? I'm reading The Sandman. Oh, really? Uh, from Neil Gaiman. I've never read that before. Mm. Wow. And that is that is a tough read, I think. It's just not... I mean, I'm, I think I read the first four... No, three volumes. The first one was good. I like that one. The second one, uh, The Doll's House, was, was all right. And then the third one was just a bunch of like one-offs and stuff, and I'm like, man, it's, I know this is supposed to be some legendary run, but it is not, not grabbing me. I don't it's know. It's a very textually dense book. Yeah. Yeah. Each issue seems like it's thirty pages or forty pages. Yeah. It's a, it's like if it's like if you took a prose book and put it into a comic and just illustrated the the base the basics of it, that's what you got. I've got two more volumes from the library that I'll probably read, but 
if those don't grab me, I don't know if I'm going to continue with it. But then I can at least say I've read half of it. You know, um, it is not as quick, quickly paced as like Preacher or Why or any of the other big Vertigo books from the last 20 years. Fair but, enough. Technically, technically, Sandman's not even from the last 20 years. It's from the last 30 years. Yeah, you're right. Well, you know, whatever. It was yeah, the, the thing that launched the Vertigo line, and then you had uh, Preacher and all that stuff shortly after. God. Lucifer and... Something. Yeah. Something. I haven't, I haven't read all of Sandman. I still have a few more volumes to go. I know I definitely like later volumes of Sandman better than earlier. Um, I, it, it did take a bit for it to pick up steam for me. Um. Not to say that I do not enjoy it. I do. It's just uh, the later volumes with the, like the element uh, girl stuff yeah. and uh, and things like that uh, with uh, 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 Carter Hall's kids uh, in, involved. I, th- 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 I am remembering that right, right? I think you're right. Yeah. yeah Hank, Hank Hall, I think that's the... the no, the, not, not Hank Hall. Um, Hector Hall. Hector, Hector Hall. Thank you. Hector he, Hall and his wife. Yeah. yeah, yeah Thank you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That That's all... That's all really good stuff, and I. And oh, I, the the J the JSA slash in not Infinity Inc. was it Infinity Inc. Time? I think it was Infinity Inc. Actually. Okay. Yeah, yeah. That 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 actually I, I really really liked. Um, which is funny because like you think of Sandman as this as this somewhat standalone book, but some of the DC tie-in stuff is my favorite stuff. It's just mm-hmm. it's just the way it works out. Go figure. Yeah, I thought it was going to be more standalone than it actually is, and I'm surprised that it's. This Vertigo book that's supposed to be outside the DC universe, and it's totally not. Yeah. Well, they hey, must have been. They must have like black labeled it. You know. <laughs> oh, this would be. This is done, but we're going to call it Vertigo anyway. Uh, yeah. And that actually was the case. It existed before Vertigo, if I remember correctly. Um, so okay. it, I think uh, it, it, it. Don't don't quote me on that. I'm almost certain that it existed before Vertigo because I know like uh, like Transmetropolitan, for example became a vertigo title because the the wine that it was in no longer existed and then got folded into vertigo um, okay yeah but i'm not entirely sure not certain on sandman it may have existed before vertigo it may not have uh, but we'll find out but no blacklisting watchmen i'm laughing at that black labeling <laughs> i mean come on man like it, it's it's freaking watchmen they just found the Watch new way out for the watchmen yeah True or false? The only reason why this new version of Watchmen's trade exists is so that they could put the black label on it and keep it in print. Yup, that's it. Keep cheating. Um, what's his face? Alan uh, I, I believe. Yeah, yeah. What's his face? I believe his name is Alan Moore. Raph. Have you oh, heard him? Mr. Whiny Bitch. You mean <laughs> Mr. B- 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 Beardy McBeard McBeard Pants? That's his. That's his. Mr. Name. Mr. I'm so sick of it. I'm gonna trash the thing that made my name. Any second I get. Fuck that guy. Come on. Yeah. yeah, he's he's his bitterness has taken over, and I understand, but it's Little too much. Lulu, we love you, Lou, all the same. <laughs> <laughs> oh my! Watchman God. Babies in V for Vacation. Yeah, right. <laughs> uh, movie ever. <laughs> yeah, Vertigo was launched in 1993, and Sandman started being a vertical title with issue 47. Okay, all right. Um, in other news. Uh, I read the first two issues of The Wrong Earth. Uh, and, Who does that? Um, I believe the artist is uh, somebody Somebody we know. Um, uh, Jamal Eagle? Yes, that's it. Ja- ja- Jamal, ja- Jamal Eagle. Eagle right. Jamon? Yeah. I love Jamon. Jamon! Jamon! <laughs> uh, yeah, no. Jamal, Jamal Eagle is the artist on it. Uh, Tom- <laughs> <laughs> oh, my beard's everywhere. <laughs> 
<laughs> and that's what you get for trying to drink while I'm making bad jokes. Yeah. Okay. Oh, and he's got my help too. <laughs> it's like your powers have multiplied. Oh. It's like the Infinity Gems. You keep you keep two to get you get two together. You get more power. Hey, the biggest mistake that anyone ever made was giving me a second mic and a mixer so that this fucker could be in the same room that, as that's me. That's very true. Uh, Tom Pyre on story. Jamal Igo on art. Juan Castro on inker. We Juan know- Castro. Yes, Juan Castro. Good old Juan. Good old Juan. Spider Juan. So, so happy to see Juan doing as well as he is, man. Yeah. Um, and this, it, whether or not Jamal Igel did this story or not, whether I'd ever met Jamal Igel, I would love this story because it is everything I love about comics in, in a comic. It's, it, it is 60s cheese and 90s grit and basically reversing the two. Like, come on. It, it, you know, the, uh, essentially, Adam West Batman winds up in present-day Batman world. That's amazing. While present-day Batman winds up in Adam West world and has to... Ooh, Adam Westworld. That's a, that's Adam a, West. A, 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 Adam Westworld coming soon to HBO. Yeah. Um, uh, and Good job, true believer. <laughs> and, and, then, and then they're forced to deal with these new lives that they have to live, and it's it's really good. I, I haven't read issue three yet, but the, the first... But by the second issue, we have uh, the, uh, the dragonfly, uh, you know, dealing with this, what he considers a naive Earth... Where uh, you know the mayor who in his world is corrupt is still is still in power, and the police chief who hates him is still in power, and then Dragonfly Man winds up on the Earth of uh, of Dragonfly, not knowing that his uh, that his sidekick, you know, basically the Robin to to his Batman, uh, is recently deceased. And he has to deal with that, in, in I'm sure he will in future issues. But mm. it's 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 a it's a very very well done story, and I'm I'm loving every minute of it. Was his Robin killed by a one nine hundred number? No. I'm starting to think that that Dragonfly Man or whatever, or like the or, yes, Dragonfly is the dark version. Yes, Dragonfly Man is the light version. Yes, I'm starting to get the impression at the end of issue two. I don't know about you mm-hmm. that. Dragonfly Man was not as light as we think. Mm. Yeah, and I haven't issue three is out. I, ha- I need to get it from Comicsology. Uh, I thought I subscribed to it. I don't know what the hell's going on. Mm-hmm. But anyway, uh, I'll, I'll pick it up here tonight and read it. Yeah, well, one the, and the other thing that I love about these uh, these stories, and I do agree with you on that, that Brent, that uh, that Dragonfly Man. Uh, I think I think he might be using his his future, you know, I guess quote unquote futuristic technology uh, for a little bit of some mind control. Maybe uh, it wouldn't surprise me if if maybe he's not nearly as nice as as he's leaning on. I love the difference in art from Earth to Earth, and Jamal and Juan and Andy Troy, the colorist, just drive that home entirely. That these places are very different, and the art styles reflect that. And I. I adore that. You know, Jamal's playing in two different sandboxes here. Yep. And he's completely embracing it. He's totally killing it. Yep. From what I've seen. I haven't read them completely. Yeah. I, I, I have. I've read the first yeah. two issues. I, I've skimmed them at work. Yeah. It's it's good stuff, and you should more than skim it. You should read it. I have. Hmm. They're in a bag. 
and you should pre-order a copy from Midtown Comics or DCBS.com, asshole. That's true. No, they're they're support at home. independent creators. They're at home in a bag that I have to. I have a ton of comics. I'm I'm backed up on. Uh, we all do, dude. Please. Yeah, but I used to not be that guy. Now I am. Do you know how far behind I am on an Amazing Spider-Man? You did you at least get to nine hundred? <laughs> no, you're funny. Or was it? No, it was nine hundred, eight hundred, whatever the number is. I am still. Oh God, I, I I don't even know if I want to admit this. Um, are you still on? Are you still on Doc Ock, Spidey? No. Is JMS no. still writing your Spider-Man issues? I haven't. <laughs> <laughs> he can't get past since past. <laughs> Oh my God! Did you, did you fucking you see? Okay. Civil War. Oh God, no. Okay. Did you fucking see that? Since Pass is coming back in print. Oh God. <laughs> they're gonna. They're gonna. They're gonna freaking come out with a trade of Since Pass. I think. Technically, I think those twins are still alive. I don't think they ever killed them off. Oh, I really, I really hope that they got Mephisto away, man. Like, I don't. They probably did. You're right. Yeah, uh, Peter. You know how you love this one girl for your all your life, and you know, well, she died, and you know, well, before she died, we kind of had babies with her, and kind of twins. You know, it was kind of a thing. You know, and yet, yeah. so so they're Norman Osborn's kids, yet the boy looks just like Peter. I would have loved to have. <clears throat> I'm sorry. Going back to uh, to Stan for a minute, I would have loved to have known Stan's thoughts on all that. <laughs> I really would have. That... Oh God! Could you imagine that? <laughs> oh, God. They did what? Um, <laughs> yeah. But uh, no, I, I I am pre clone conspiracy. That's that's how far behind um, I'm, <clears throat> on wow. my on my Spider Man I am. I I never read Spider Verse. I need to catch up. You never read Spider Verse? I have the trade. What? Come on, Wait, man. Seriously? Yeah, wow. I have the trade. No, that's not true. I read half of Spider Verse. I didn't finish it. Read I, that that's shit. Like three years ago. Yeah, I I was I was working at Diamond. I didn't. They're already coming out with a sequel. They are. I'm reading the sequel. Spider Verse Two. Electric. Oh, you can't read the sequel without reading the first one. I I have it on train. It's at home. It's just I I never finished reading it. Yeah. I don't know what. On, um, are you stuck on uh, Civil War Two also? No, I finished Civil War Two. It was god awful. Oh <laughs> uh, wow! Ew. Have you read? Christ- I didn't buy it. I read it at work. Have you read Crisis on Infinite Earths? No, I'm on the Legion of Superheroes issues right before that. Oh, okay. I'm murdered basically. Oh, okay. No, yeah. I, I'm, I'm not that bad. I'm, I'm bad on some. I haven't read, I haven't read Superman since. I still have some, some Tomasi's Superman to read. Yeah. I'm up to date, and I, okay, well, I guess it's my turn. Yeah, go ahead. yeah, go ahead, dude. So, um, I, I'm behind on a lot, but uh, let's see. Um, I, I read. I, I so I, I'll talk about the books I review for comics first, and you can read my reviews on comicsfirst.com. So I've uh, actually plug com- plug. plug I got a plug right. <laughs> so uh, I've read I've been reading action. So Superman Action Comics. I'm behind on Superman because I didn't love it. Yeah. Because it's continuing the Rogozal stuff, which I don't love from Man of Steel. Mm-hmm. Um, but I do like Action Comics a lot. It reminds me of the Burn Superman stuff a lot, where it's all about the Daily Planet and like the the the, the side characters mm-hmm. and him interacting with people as opposed to like you know constantly fighting threats bigger than the universe, which is good because sometimes you you can't always do that because you run out. So it's the Dragon Ball problem. Um, but um, action's really good. the 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 villains are really good. They're actually well thought out. They're small time crooks who know when to hide when Superman's around and actually do their crime right, which mm-hmm. I absolutely love. Yeah, I can't wait for them to take on Superman. There's this mystery about Lois and whether or not she's like going to expose Superman 
and she's writing a tell-all book about her life, and we don't know what's she in it. She just did that in the new 52 before they killed that Superman. But that wasn't... That, oh. that wasn't about this Superman. Wait, wait, hold on, hold on, Spoilers. hold on. <clears throat> well, actually, uh, Jean Yang was the first one to expose Superman's secret identity in Superman Truth, drawn by John Romita Jr. But actually, actually, Mr. Casino, uh, once the pre New 52 Superman merged with New 52 Superman, the universe was rewritten. And that entire story arc is now null in void. Thank you. That's actually true. Check, please. Uh, yeah. Actually, uh, both of you are wrong because that person still exists in the world also, too. Well, yeah. Well, you, yeah. Su- well, 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 you suck. That's. But anyway, Action <laughs> Comics is really good. Um, I, I, it's actually, I actually really enjoyed Bendis writing Superman. I didn't think I would because I expected him to be better on Batman. But he has one issue where Batman shows up. It's great. Right. It's really good. Okay, good. I love, I love, I, I really, I don't know if I love his Batman yet because it's four pages of Batman. You know that once Tom King is done with his arc, nine years from now, yeah, ugh. Bendis is probably going to do. What, what are you ughing about? It's good. Finish your sentence. I'll get into it. Um. Okay. Wait, so uh, me first. So, so ac- action's good. Um. <laughs> There's this new number one I just reviewed for that came out today, Electric mm-hmm. Warriors. It's Ooh. funky. It's uh, it's set in the future after Commandy. Hmm. So men Whoa. and men wow. and animals have made peace and they've actually like joined together to harmonize again. Oh shit! And so they joined the intergalactic community. This is DC. Yeah, this is DC. Oh wow! It's right after Commandy. Wow. So um, so um, they the they join the intergalactic community and they choose two champions to become electric warriors mm-hmm. which are the they fight the wars for their planets uh-huh. and it's a battle to the death so if like if like Thanagar has a problem with earth they have to fight our electric warriors so the human gets chosen and there's nice references like to the, to the past like the human champion gets like the, the cape of kal the shroud of kal-el mm-hmm. which is like this mythical <laughs> it's the superman's cape yeah and it's it's cool. It's got a lot of references to the past, and like a lot of Kirby references because it's you know Commandy was a Kirby creation. Mm-hmm. Um, it's 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 only one issue. It's pretty good so far. Uh, I think I'm gonna give the rest of the series a shot. Uh, let's see. I read that. Red Action. Justice League is really good. Justice League is like it start. It reminds me of JLU, where like the mm. threats are big and the team is big and like that's Snyder, right? Yeah, that's Snyder. Okay. And um, right now it's Manipole. They're doing the Atlantis storyline. Oh, nice. It's really good. What he does, what Snyder does, is he basically just like. He has Lex Luthor be Lex Luthor, okay. like the ultimate genius. He's he's got Batman in a corner. He took at one point Luthor took over Superman's body and almost could have controlled the universe. And it was like it was amazing. I I think it's you really- can't tell me that that first arc was not hella confusing, and it, you understood what was going on at all times. I oh, had to re- well, I, I'm a big Morrison fan. What do you what do you want? So I can understand. It's a it's very Morrison reminiscent. It did take but me that two to make three. Any ta- sense for Snyder to be that way though? That's what I hate about it. The but the so but then don't you realize that that's what Snyder's been doing for a while now? He's been he's been kind of like yeah. going down that Morrison route. What was metal? That was all metal was. Yeah, oh, I, I didn't absolutely. I didn't really enjoy metal. That See exactly. Much. Yeah, like I don't I didn't love metal, but I get where he's coming from now. He's taking that Morrison. Out there, crazy big adventure, yeah. and you know what? Multiversal threat route. And frankly, he should be allowed to. And and that's and that's. Just I don't it. have a problem with it. Like I'm, I'm, whether I like it or not, I keep tying everything back to freaking Stan. Like you know, Excelsior. Stan had you know like 18 different voices when he when he was a writer. You know, he he could be any any type of writer he really wanted to be. And we always as as fans, and I've done this myself. I've been guilty of it. 
We always bitch and moan when writers that we love try to change their voice, to try and change things up, to try and be, you know, something different, to try and, you know, to to keep themselves interested in, in what they're writing and, you know, perhaps they have other stories they want to tell. And this is clearly something that Scott Snyder's been wanting to do for a while. Like, he told his Batman story. Even, I'm at, not, I'm not... even that was a little crazy at times so once once it got to endgame it got really weird yeah so like this doesn't surprise me for scott snyder and frankly i think you know if he wants to to tell something in a different voice he should be allowed to love it or not i mean he's he's done it before like uh in different voices like the swamp thing run he wrote was really good Mm -hmm. that was certainly a more different style and voice than like the batman stuff i don't remember superman unchained at all um i don't remember that series i know he did it i know jim lee drew it dude, <laughs> i don't remember Yannick a damn Paquette thing amazing dude yeah. yannick is awesome yeah did that okay so the uh talk about good morrison wonder woman earth one volume two is yes. amazing okay i still need to read uh, uh book one so i'll get the book two i had a one. hard time reading book one mm-hmm. it wasn't i don't think is that well written or didn't understand what the plot was other than Wonder Woman's coming to a man's world, <laughs> like general stuff. But this is a man's uh, volume world. two, volume two is pretty straightforward for Morrison. Yeah. And it's really, really cool. And the yeah. Yannick stuff is amazing. And like, I don't know. I did a whole video on it. You can watch it, you know. Yeah, but, um, no, but so my thing with Snyder's Justice League is that first one was like, didn't really explain. What the total? I mean, I, they don't really know what the totality is, but whatever was going on was not as succinctly explained. Like they were, he was rushing through stuff. Like Flash was running through exposition, and I don't know. I, I could do big stuff. Like uh, I can read big stuff. Like what was it? Hitch, Hitch's Justice League. I liked. Yeah, he was doing some big, crazy, whacked out stuff there. Mm-hmm. I thought that was good, but for whatever reason, the Snyder stuff. I'm just like. Uh, I, I mean, I'm liking what he's doing with Atlantis now. That that's fine. Yeah. But the first one took a while. It was a big shift. Maybe that was that's what it was. That's possible. Yeah. Brandon, you had thoughts about which one? I I don't know. You Anything? Just, yeah, yeah. You 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 said you said me first, and then you didn't actually go first. I, I was going to talk about Tom King and Batman. Was, oh yeah, there uh, you go. Yeah. Was just to catch, just to catch what I, what I, what, I, what I was what I had, had been reading actually as of late. Yeah. Go ahead. Uh, Pretty much, I've, I've been reading a lot of older books now. Mm-hmm. Uh, so went back I, because of the Walking Dead. Now I actually started reading the actual trades of Walking Dead. Good. Uh, it's okay, honestly. <laughs> which which arc are you on? I'm on like the first three arcs. Oh, like, I, uh, I read need, the first yeah. the first yeah. trades. Okay, I barely got through that when I first read it. In fact, I I I've, I've told this story before. I read those first two trades, and they basically just sat on a shelf. Because I read them back when Comic Geek Speak had a book in a month on them. That's how long ago yeah, that was. Wow. And I didn't even finish volume two. And then, like, years later, I went back to it and I liked it more. So that's. Uh, your, it's, your it's, it's up there in the governor. Yeah. The governor arc, really. Yeah. It's Once a, they get to the prison, it gets really. Interesting. Yeah. That's, yeah, that's around the time. Yeah. It's right before the governor. Definitely. Okay. Because it's a really rough read right now. It is. It is. I and agree with you. And the longer Tony Adler, yeah, Tony Adler draws it, mm-hmm. the better he gets at distinguishing the characters. Yes. Because mm-hmm. I think when he first started out, it was really hard to tell who's who. Yeah. Unless they said, you know, in Their the dialogue. Yeah. Yeah. Especially yeah. since it's a black and white book, it's just not yeah. popping at all. Yeah. 
and also because I'm watching a lot of Arrow as of lately and catching back up on the seasons, I started reading the, the Longbow Hunters. Oh wow, nice! That's yeah, Mike Grell. Right? Yeah, yeah, it's um, ooh, that's a um, that's, that's a dark book. Yes, it is. That's a lot of um. Adult subject matter in a book I was not ready for for a comic book. Yeah, isn't it crazy that uh, politics and comics have existed for years? Like, isn't oh, that, I know, yeah. right? Go, 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 figure. Who yeah. Really? That? Yeah, interesting. That's interesting crazy. It's okay. It's okay. We're not talking about this. This, this episode. It's fine. It's fine. It's fine. Continue. Everyone. <laughs> Anywho, <laughs> no, the art in that is gorgeous too. It is really gorgeous. Yeah, uh, and I finally finished uh, the uh, Black Panther. On the bus, also too. Ooh. Is that the Chris Priest one? Yes, it is. Yeah. Okay, yeah. The first volume, like, like four of them. Uh, yeah, the first. Well, the first one is only what I can find so far. Okay. But oh god, oh it, my god, it's 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 pretty great. Yeah, it is. Especially after watching the Black Panther movie, you can see where a lot of that influence came from. Yeah, it is so good. Yeah, that um, roundtable they have with. Uh, Christopher Priest and Don McGregor and all those yes. guys are pretty interesting on the DVD. Yeah, I saw that. That, that was actually pretty, that was actually pretty fun to watch. Yes, I actually um, don't know if I own it. Um, I I definitely wait. Do I own it? I'm sorry. I'm looking at my shelf right now and I'm trying to remember. If I'm I own missing it a couple Marvel movies. Yeah, I, I that may be one that I still need to pick up because now that they're on Netflix and mind you, they won't be soon. But like, I, I've been I've been buying the Blu-rays more sporadically since I don't need to own them immediately. I, I have Infinity War because you know. Yeah, I, I haven't I haven't yet, but I will because chances are someone's going to buy it for Christmas. So I, I watched that I watched that scene with Thor like a thousand times a day. <laughs> Bring me Thanos! Bring me Thanos! One complaint about the Infinity War, War Blu-ray is that they did a for the twentieth movie they did a piss poor job yeah. on the special features. No, totally yeah. agree. Totally agree. We should have gotten so much more. We should have gotten a ten years of Marvel do- documentary. We, we should have gotten we like gotten a, a second disc full of just stuff. Yeah. No, totally agree. I'm totally with you there. Ex- explain why Deadpool can do a better D- Blu-ray release than Marvel. Yes. Yeah. yeah no. Yes. Totally. Yeah. They just getting lazy. They oh, don't care. And okay, since you mentioned it, we'll get back to what you're reading in a second, Brandon. Since you mentioned Deadpool, okay, that freaking night, night before Deadpool or whatever they're calling once it. Upon, once, once upon a night. Thank you. Once upon a Deadpool that's coming out. The PG-13 rated <laughs> Deadpool two with Fred Savage <laughs> in bed, in bed, in bed, like he as was in, Princess Bride. Yeah, yeah. That is amazing, and I will see that shit in theaters. They're going to get more money out of me. Yeah, they are. Also, too, you should see because they are going to send one dollar from every ticket sold to Fudge Cancer. Yes, one dollar. Fuck that. Come on. If it, it, it hey, if this is a re-release. If they make a decent amount on this, man, it's it's gonna it's gonna be a decent amount of money. Uh huh. Yeah. And it's only gonna be out for like two weeks, though. Come on. Yeah. yeah. Least, look, look, here's the thing. I think this is also them testing the water to see if they can get away with, with a PG-13 Deadpool as a re-release or as a PG-13 Deadpool, Deadpool as a as a alternate as an alternative release. Right. So, so that's, really, that's really what this is. And we all know that this is being released so that they can release Deadpool two in China. Correct. Yeah. Yeah. Because the original Deadpool two was not allowed to be released in China, and this one will be, uh, for obvious reasons. Because, yes. yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> that monta- opening montage not very friendly to. Um, China. Oh yeah, that's right. I forgot about that. Yeah, yeah. I was trying to figure out what you guys were talking about. Yeah, no, no. no yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. 
All right. So what what else did you read? That's really about it. I'm just been catching a lot of old books and a lot of old uh, TV series. Cool. And and did did you have comments on Tom King's Batman or not? No. Um. From what I read, I like it. Uh-huh. I'm still upset over the wedding, but yeah, I'll get over it. Yeah. I think he's basically doing a long protracted Nightfall sequel. Yeah, I think so too. I but I'm that. not up for that right now, though. Right? No, I get it. My, I'm, I'm like, just saying. But don't tickle my butt with a feather and say it's raining. You know. But the, how do you break the bat? Well, you know, you break his heart. Yeah, exactly. Like the, I'm sorry. How do you break the bat? You break his heart. Oh my God! You mentioned oh, me. Jesus! What the fuck did you do, Gotham? What the hell is I that? Oh, wait, 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 wait. So you mean uh, clock, a Clockwork Bane? Oh my god! Starring a walk to remembers Shane West. Mind you, Shane West should uh, have more self respect than he does. I unabashedly he, love Gotham because really of how cra- yes, I do. You do. It's fucking do. crazy, and I love Why? it. All right. Why? Why? Because it's actually it surprisingly is, it is good. Batshit crazy. <laughs> it's batshit I've crazy. I've watched it, is it. Not good. Yeah, dude. How much of it do you? How much it's of it do you absolutely watch? Absolutely insane. How much of it have watched you watched? I've been watching episodes here and there. It is, it is. I just can't get into it at okay, all. Okay. I stopped during. I stopped after Azrael left. I think. Oh uh, yeah, Azrael was my one disappointment. The the whole Rachel Ghoul arc that they, that they did last Come season. Come to embrace your destiny, Bruce. Yeah, I worked really well, and it essentially ends in uh, the the. Uh, Nightfall, right? Like no that's, man's land. Yeah, no man's land. Thank Nightfall's no man's land. when Bane breaks Batman's back. Right, and right. Yeah, it, they basically go no man's land on us uh, at I at the end, and that's going to lead. I mean, there's only one season left, and I'm looking forward to it, even if that Bane looks like it's straight out of the freaking Schumacher. Looks terrible. Yeah, I worry. I worry about Schumacher that. Bane was more true to the comics than that thing. That's Bane. that's sadness right there. Yeah. How, how hard is it to find a? A muscle-bound dude and put him in a luchador mask. It should be that difficult. No, why don't you just pay Tom Hardy what he wants, please? I want to hear Tom Hardy's sexy... doing. Venom's doing really well, so it is, yeah, isn't it? Tom Hardy I haven't is, seen it yet. Is, uh, yep, is a, is is pretty set. I think yeah. I haven't seen Venom yet. I may see it tomorrow because Venom is plain dumb fun. Don't believe the the unhype. No, 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 no. It's fun. I yeah, the unhype. <laughs> most most of the reviews that I saw, even the negative ones, say that it is a very good 2004 comic book movie. That's fine and. I am actually okay with that. It doesn't have to be a Marvel Cinematic Universe tied into the, the greater universe. Yes. Excellent script. You know, it's, it's a movie about a dude with, with an alien symbiote that talks to him. Who cares? Question. Is it better than Ghost Rider? Yes. All right. Yeah. Then I'll see I it. am talking to the devil inside of me. I now control your fire. This motherfucker rewatched both I, no, Ghost Rider movies. I didn't rewatch the Ghost Rider movie. I watched the extended cut, what which makes it a more a darker, more serious movie. Because I missed. Because I wanted to watch Nick Cage be stupid, and it did. It was. It was Nick Cage being serious. It's like they took alternate cuts where they were like, "Hey, Nick, how about instead of acting goofy in this scene like Elvis, you yeah. act real serious?" And he did. Well, you watched that after we saw the the the, the crazy ass movie that he was in. Uh, we, after we saw Mandy, because I. I wanted more Nick yeah. Cage. Yeah. All right. So ready for this one here? Yeah. I, I have a coworker who yeah. said this to me, and I shit you not. Oh no. Hot take, Brandon. Uh-huh. Electra, good. What? I've never seen Electra in it. Does he? Does he also? Oh, no. lo- does he also love Catwoman? No, he doesn't want, like Catwoman. He said, Electra, not as bad as you, as, not as bad as you think. I'm like, it's pretty. So 
bad. It's pretty. I bad. will say that about the bad. Thomas Jane Punisher only because I like Thomas Jane as the Punisher. Oh yeah, no. Uh, but I know Thomas that's a bad Jane movie. Was good. Yeah. No, he's the best part of that movie. The worst part of the movie is that it's based in Florida and that John Travolta is the villain. Yeah, that's exactly. Right. Hey, hey, what's wrong with Florida? Because the Punisher does not punish in Florida. I mean, okay. The Punisher at least punishes in that movie, unlike the Netflix show. Yeah. Hey, 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 well, he doesn't. Yeah, he doesn't scream with a sledgehammer in his hand. <laughs> you mean Warzone? The movie? No, no. The best Punisher is actually Thomas Jane reprising his role in that Punisher. In short. Dirty Laundry. Yeah, in Dirty Laundry. That's yeah. actually uh, that's actually pretty good. Yeah. Okay. Fine. No, I I still say Warzone actually is a very good movie. I haven't seen Warzone, so I have to. I'll have to Warzone it. it is literally Volstag? ripped from the comics. That's Ray Park, right? No, it's Volstagg. Dominic West oh, is pretty Do- batshit okay. crazy. All right. But and it, um, Ray wins. No, yeah, no, it is Ray Park, dude. No, the guy Park. from Rome. Yeah, Ray it's Park. Not Ray is Park. Yeah, no, it's Ray, it's Ray, Ray Park. Ray Park is Darth Maul. Oh, yeah, Ray Park's Darth Maul. That's what oh, I was thinking. Okay. Or Toad. No, no it's, it's what's the face from Ray uh, Stevenson. From, uh, right? Thor. Ray Stevenson. Oh, Stevenson. Yeah, he's Wolstag. 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 Yeah, there we go. Okay, there we go. Okay, I knew. Look, I knew uh, it was a Ray. Two words. Well, yeah. actually, three words. What? Rocket launcher, parkour. That's, oh, that's cool. Yeah, no, Lexi Alexander uh, directed it. She's a yeah. She's good. All right. Okay. I'll, I'll I'll give it a shot at some point. I think she directed something recently. I'm sure it's probably on FX she because did a FX couple has Ar- the movies. Episodes of Arrow. That yeah, yeah, pretty yeah, okay. good. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah Arrow. I, I still need to catch up on. Uh, I am uh, halfway through last season, and I can't will myself to watch it. Um, yeah, last I, season was not that fun. Yeah. I stopped when Prometheus tortured Oliver and broke him. I was just like, all right. I did catch up on Supergirl almost entirely. I'm still a season behind on Supergirl. I'm still a season behind on Flash. So last season of Supergirl ends really well. Um, okay. I I enjoy it. Uh, I am glad that Monel is gone. I know it's a legion of superheroes. Oh, I liked heavy. Monel. I liked him, but I'm glad his story's over for now. Like they don't, they don't need more of him. Um, but I like what they did in the finale. Once you get up to it, um, in seven months, sure. They exit. They exit certain characters. I mean, Monel being one of them, slight was slight, slight okay. spoiler. But they also um, whatever you tell me, I'm not going to remember when I finish this a year from now. All right, fine. It's a bit. Well, the listeners will. will realize. Oh, that's right. That's right. But you know what? It's last season, so I'm going to say it anyway. Um, so by the time that season is over, Brainy stays in, in the in the in the present, and Ooh. he takes over uh, Wins. Win. Yeah. I, I liked when I don't understand why they did that. Because the actor wanted to move on. That point. Yeah, the actor was leaving. Yeah, point, 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 point and simple. That's uh, that's what it was. Is that is that he, he wanted to move on, so they had to replace him. He's with a, a he's a Broadway character. actor, and he wanted to do more stage stuff. Yeah, he's not a yeah. he's not TV or movie actor. Yeah, exactly. Well, no, he actually is a TV and movie actor also too. God forbid want, but, you don't want residuals. But he prefers he prefers the stage stuff. Yeah. Well, what, that's that's yeah. why. Uh, Benoist went went and did a Broadway show also as well. Yes, yeah, that's true. Uh, and uh, a couple other people I feel like have been doing Broadway lately. But uh, Chris Evans did for a little while. That's true. Yeah, yeah, he did. He did. Yeah, he was a he was a he was a policeman. He was with, with Michael Sarah. Yeah, reunion of what, Scott. Seriously? Yeah. yeah, seriously. Yeah. Uh, the, now it, listen it, here, Bucko. It's, it's not on anymore. But uh, but yeah, both Chris Evans and, and Michael Sarah were in a were in a Broadway show together. They were in Lobby Hero. On Broadway. The next thing you're gonna hear are two clicks. Is that what? Oh, sorry, uh, Chris Evans with the mustache, right? Yeah. Yes, yes, okay. and and also Brian Tyree Henry was in that. Really? The first yeah. when I hang up the phone, and the second when I pull the trigger. 
I didn't see that. Well, a second, Scott Pilgrim. A second Scott Pilgrim. Pilgrim. How you guys forget Scott Pilgrim? I know, I know, I know. I did. I didn't this see. Lo- I didn't see Lobby Hero. While I was on Broadway. I did just see uh, Network on Broadway, and that was amazing. Oh yeah, I saw. I saw you post about that. Brian Cranston as Howard Beale. Like, enough said. really? Yes. Should have been Lex Luthor. A fan. Yes. Yes. Actually, I would be. Yeah. I'd be down. Speaking for that. of that, did you hear who wants to play Lex Luthor? Al? Uh, who? Vincent D'Onofrio. No. No. He wants he wants to play Lex Luthor now. You killed Mercy. She was my friend. <laughs> you I'm, made me. I'm going to fix this city. Mercy. Slam, slam, slam. I'm going to fix this city. I must have killed Kingpin in season three then. God damn it. If he's talking about. No, he's back Luthor. in season three. I know. It's just. I know. I'm saying if he's talking about a different universe, then they, his character's dead in season no, three. No, no, because what if. I think maybe they know that they're getting pushed to Disney and that it's going to be an extra long wait. Maybe. Because it hasn't been officially canceled by Netflix yet. It's possible, yeah. Well, they yeah, they got to have a snap already, so. What do you guys think of Flash so far this season? Um, I like it. I like it. It's fun. Yeah. I like Excess. Me too. Yeah, it's weird seeing. She looks good. Like, hey, that's spot on casting for, yeah. uh, for Excess though, because that's yeah. like, she looks literally like both Grant Gustin and Candace Patton. It's so weird. She's old. She makes me want to watch Black Sails, that's for sure. Holy yeah. shit. Oh my god, yes. Oh, or, or, or her other movies too, yes. Yeah. Seriously, she's older than Greg Gustin. She's oh. she's, 30, she's, 30, she's my age. Well, she's already. She's 31. I know. Like she, so weird. She, she looks amazing. She does. <laughs> yeah, but I look like shit. God damn it. <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck happened? <laughs> Yeah, you didn't take care of yourself. I didn't. Clearly, I didn't. I mean, fuck. God. He's he's only saying this because I brought up Flickr photos from like 2000. Well, yeah, you should look at me when I was like 23. I look like a fucking child compared well, to that. Look, I mean, look at the photos of us from MegaCon, man, and like oh compare it to today. Seriously, like, babies then. Yeah, Jeez. right. Seriously, uh, I'm I'm liking yeah, and and I and I and I had another chin. I I. I I'm liking the Flash so far. I, I I think I'm also worried about it the same way I was with previous seasons. Though I don't know if this villain is going to come together. Um, so far, uh, so good, but uh, we'll see. Uh, well, the actor they got him is not known for being a great actor. <laughs> uh, oh, you mean Mr. American Pie? Yeah. Yeah. At least Tom Felton. You were like he was pretty evil. Did they? Did he? And I, I I wish they would have kept Tom Felton around longer. Well, he, yeah. again, he left too. <laughs> Did did, well, he, did Cicada at any point drive his Chevy to the levee because the levee was dry? Oh, Jesus! Get, get out! <laughs> See, that wasn't me. I had nothing to get do out. with that one. Wait, wait, get hold, out. wait, hold on, hold on. I have to do this. <laughs> he all muted right, himself. all right, good. I muted myself. Okay. <laughs> are you are you making are you making a, a Still Fresh mom reference also too? Uh, she's got it going on, but no, I'm I'm not I'm not gonna I'm not that gonna do a reference. Yeah, it's it's, it's not bad. That's right. She was not Stacy's mom. Got no. it wrong. Yeah, no. damn it. That was uh, I forgot her name. Yeah, Whatever. I. And the other one I caught up on. Well, not caught up. Legends. On, uh, I, okay, no, I'm 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 one episode behind on Legends. I watched uh, the second episode with the fairy godmother. Oh, <laughs> can I just say one thing? Yeah, I love Legends so much. Yes, oh, so good. How did that become their favorite, the best show? I don't I, know. I have no clue. How Maybe, did that happen? You know what it is? It's probably because they gave zero fucks. Yeah. Like like you like Gotham because they give zero fucks. Like, oh my god! Like they give negative fucks. Absolutely. But like, but like oh. Arrow has kind of gotten really heavy on the like, 
make Oliver sa- as sad as possible. Yeah. Flash did that for a little while. Yeah. And Supergirl has been pretty steady, actually, I think. But it's never been quite like, this is the best show out of all of them. Mm-hmm. It's always I been, hate it's that really they're good. on all at the same goddamn time. Yeah, that's it's hard like to Like, keep- Black Lightning's on, Legends is on, Supergirl's on. You can tell me that one of those shows... Could have been held until January. What you, what you yeah. do is you do. This is what they should do. You have what six shows? Three yeah. shows on t- for ten episodes. Break. Yeah. Three shows on for ten episodes. Break. Well, Three shows they, on for ten episodes. Break. That's what they did last year with Legends. Legends was yeah. the odd show out. So exactly. they had. You're right. You're from right. From January, from January to freaking May. Well, uh, just straight, uh, just straight, a uh, run through. And then we're getting a. Are we get, is Batwoman's getting an actual show? Right? Batwoman She's not hasn't just, been next year. Yeah. Maybe it okay. hasn't. It hasn't, it hasn't been picked up yet. Uh, once the Elseworlds airs, chances are they will pick it up, and I'm calling it now. Once they pick it up, I guarantee you, Arrow's over. Uh, they have they haven't said that yet, but I'm thinking Arrow's coming to an end. I think so too. I think yeah. it's yeah, because Arrow's kind of jumped the shark. Dude, not even the shark they, at this point. Dude, they yeah. ju- they jumped the cliff years ago. Well, yeah, really? they jumped the shark with the whole Prometheus thing. They jumped the no, city. no, 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 no. They jumped the shark with Rachel Ghoul when he stabbed him on the cliff, and that's when the show ended. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You yeah. have jumped this city. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, yeah, no, because you know what? Damien Dark was after that. Damien Dark was awful. Damien Dark was That was a down. horrible season. But it's okay. But he's fun in Legends. I was going to say. Yeah. Again, and show his, great. Yeah, show. he is fun in Legends. And his daughter. His, his daughter is great in Legends, too. Oh, oh shit. Mean, I haven't gotten that like far. How great yeah. of uh, was Superman to get his wife a job on the show. <laughs> Okay. I know, right? <laughs> okay. I'm happy. I'm happy because it's, it's the girlfriend from Grimm. And I'm just happy oh, it's a fucking Superman geez. show. No, it's yeah. the girl from Dexter. No, it's the girl from Grimm. Saw her. It's the girl from Grimm. I fucking I don't love care it. if she was somewhere else. She's I don't the girl care from that I, I I get a fucking Superman show. That's all I care about, man. You, it's not happening yet, dude. I don't care. It's gonna happen. I'm gonna have not, me. No, it will not. Listen, I'm not gonna get a Man of Steel. I'm not gonna get a Man of Steel two. I'm not gonna get a Superman movie. Period. For you a don't long want time. a Man of Steel two. Do, do you I know? do if they get if they were gonna get George Fire. Miller. Shut up. Liar. They wouldn't get, get George Miller to do it. Yeah. It would have been incredible. And they're not right. doing it now because it's a mess. Because it's, yeah, if because the whole universe Jamal is a mess. If Jamal say, I want a Man of Steel 2, but you're both standing in the middle of Interstate 4 naked, <laughs> I still won't believe you. No, because... Either it, of you. It, would be, it wouldn't be a man, it would be a new Superman movie. It wouldn't be a Man of Steel sequel. That's what it would be. Well, no, Man of Steel 2 implies... But that's what they were calling it. That's what they were calling it. Well, if we get to the witching hour and he decides he's done with that, then he'll go back to to It doesn't matter because DC is such a... The witcher hour? The DC Uh, witcher looks terrible. He looks (laughs) terrible. (laughs) He doesn't fit the character, to be honest. I appreciate that Lois Lane's name, and let me put on my my most Jewish accent for this, is bitchy... What the fuck is that? Are you making ice? Who's who's making ice? I'm making it old fashioned. Oh my god! Oh man. god! Could you Keep do it on mute? <laughs> now, ladies and Sorry. gentlemen, this is your re- this is the recipe for an old fashioned. Oh my god! First, you disrupt the podcast with mice. I am keeping this shit in because it is outrageous. <laughs> this is egregious to the nth degree. This is like this is outrageous. This, this is breaking all podcasts. This etiquette. motherfucker has been podcasting for ten years. And he doesn't you know, know how what, to though? put himself on 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 mute when he's making ice. You know what though? It could be worse. It could be the snoring. It could oh, be God. the snoring. That's true. Anyway, the the yeah, Superman <laughs> no, show. The, I'm so excited. Lois Lane's name, and I'm using my most Jewish accent here, is Bitchy Talk. <laughs> Bitsy Talk. <laughs> what? Her name her name is in real life is Bitsy Talk. 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 
Tuch. That's, T-U- that's super Jewish. Yeah. T-U-L-L-O-C-H. Tuch. This Superman show needs a new Lois Lane. Because that girl looks old. is too old. Too old for that actor. Yeah. And looks which you may call ageism. Okay, fine. Ageism. Second point, she's, which is the most important one, she looks too much like Margot Kidder. She's 37. That's the only reason why she got hired. I am a little annoyed that they're going that they seem to be leaning hard on the on their Donner stuff. Yeah, she I'm a little annoyed. Thirty seven, but she looks forty five. We'll Sun see. Crystals everywhere. We'll see. Uh, we'll see. We'll see once it actually all ends. the crystal background. Like I get it. Like super Supergirl. Like even Supergirl does lean on that Reeve stuff a little bit, but, but not, she's but not, all, too much. not that much. Yeah, and you don't they need to do that with Superman. Erica Durant back to play Lois Lane, and she still is the same <laughs> age area as Tyler Hoechlin. Uh, no, Hecklin's Hecklin's young though, isn't he? Yeah, I know. He's but she still his, looks young. He's in his late twenties. Uh, well, she plays she plays her mother, so that'd be a little awkward. I, I'm sure. s- I'm sad that my pick to play uh, Lex Luthor is currently on a uh, on a show on CBS because I think Max Greenfield would be a great Lex Luthor. Oh, uh, he would be pretty interesting. I like mm, that idea. Yeah, so Tyler Hecklin is thirty one. Okay. See. Yeah, that's that's reasonable. Yeah, he I looks, like Derek Durant. He's a baby face though. He looks baby face though. Yeah. Well, you have to be. So, so you need a baby face Lois Lane at least to look the age. Yeah. Jeez. I mean, look, look, we got that with with Kate Bosworth, and look what happened. But this, well, if you go by, have this, you seen Kate Bosworth lately? <laughs> <laughs> really? Mm. Much less can you see Kate Bosworth lately? She's like <laughs> not been in much. Not and been in much. She's she's also very tiny. That's that that's that's true. She's like a really skinny she, short. She's, She's like five foot one, so yeah. Yeah, she, yeah. she's she's super tiny. Hey, what? She I was think in the blue. camera adding ten pounds added like a hundred pounds to Kate Bots. Yeah, oh, no, right. totally. Oh dear. oh dear. But um, sorry. I would love to see. Uh, <laughs> I, I don't At know. least we still believe comics are for everyone. <laughs> comics are for everyone. Oh lord, every everyone. single person. Yeah, go 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 make some more ice, Brent. Uh, I I think that the. <laughs> Well, uh, can I go on my Tom King Batman rant? Yeah, yeah. go ahead. Yeah, go we've ahead. been waiting for it. Go so. ahead, please. So I, I talked about. And tell me if I'm crazy or not. I talked about this on my YouTube show. Yeah. But like, so I was, I was enjoying the run up until Batman Fifty uh-huh. when we got the rug pulled out from under us about this whole wedding thing. Yeah. I'm fine with uh, him not getting married. I'm fine with him getting married because change is good. But the whole fact of the oh Batman's getting married and then oops. Gotcha. I'm like, dude, we saw this in uh, the Green Arrow Black Canary wedding special where they got married a and bunch he was of killed, and then it was a clone. Oh, that's right. Know. Yeah, it was a clone. Yeah, we, anyway. Ollie was captured or something like that. Mm-hmm. So I was reading that, and that's when I started falling really, really hard out of love with this Tom King Batman run. I'd uh-huh. been enjoying it up until then. Yeah. Then he starts doing these issues, and, and that 50th issue was like, the th- thing that set off the f- the fire alarm in my head about Tom King, and you want we were talking about voices earlier, like Scott Snyder has you know detective voice, Swamp Thing voice. Now he's got this bombastic Justice League voice. It's pretty clear now to me that Tom King, so far, mm-hmm. I know he's developing, only has one voice. I've read the Vision uh, before Batman Fifty. Great series. Yeah. Great series. But it's the exact same thing as Batman, pretty much. I've read uh, I read Sheriff of Babylon last week. Great series, great series. Same fucking voice and style as Batman. 
and then you get to Batman, and like you want to compare. Well, really, Sheriff of Babylon's is the exact same thing as Mr. Miracle, pretty much. But Tom King's doing something in Batman where, like, I think what really set me off was his Tony Daniel issues, the most recent ones, where it's like hunting KG Beast after they shot Nightwing in the head for no goddamn reason. Uh, anger and like. <laughs> Because they didn't You're, want to call I'm him Dick anymore. I'm paying three ninety nine an issue. Yeah. For twenty pages of beautiful Tony Daniel art, but took me two minutes to read, <laughs> because the third issue of that is Batman and KGB's fighting, and the sing, there's a single word balloon per panel per page, and it's just. <laughs> that wasn't Tom King's fault. Ugh. I think. I think. I think DC probably made him do that issue. No. No, I don't care. Yeah. Tom King is listed as writer. I know. And and not only that, you get to so when Mikhail Yannon jumps on um, Batman, go and read the Mikhail Yannon issues, mm-hmm. like the I am suicide thing. Yeah, very little dialogue, a lot of like narration and big spreads. Yeah, all for Mikhail Yannon. And anytime Mikhail Yannon jumps on, it's the same damn thing. And I'm just like, okay, this guy, talented writer though he is, I don't think is a good Batman writer because he's he's trying too hard. I feel like. Did they name the uh, Did they name the story where Dick gets shot in the head? No dicks about it. No. Okay. Don't forget to now. tip your waitresses. I'm going. I'm going home now. So <laughs> you don't know Dick. I, I, mm, I'm, I'm trying really hard to like this run. But it is it is clear that he is trying too hard and switching things up too often. All right. Where I think he would be better off being uh, having a consistent voice through every issue. Oh, off the catch up, yeah. Depending on the artist. Oh, uh, meanwhile, uh, Heroes in Crisis, uh, yes or no? Another no for me because okay. it's the same thing he does with the narrate with the. Uh, it's just that I think was the other thing the nail in the coffin for me on Tom King was like this exact same thing as. The Miracle Man and um, Sheriff of Babylon stuff, mm. like same panel layout, yeah. same narration boxes, talking to the camera, like you know, offhand stuff. It's like, oh, come on! And and the whole thing, like we spent all summer listening about Heroes in Crisis, and they had that stunt at SDCC where they wore these fucking masks and robes and shit. And the series starts, and we don't even know what sanct- we still don't know what sanctuary is, mm-hmm. and we're supposed to care about it being blown up. Yeah, and we're supposed to care about all the people who got killed in it. While he's well, not dead, what it is? While he's not dead, I refuse to believe it. There's oh. no way in hell they brought him back to kill him this soon. Fucking Stunch. bullshit. Someone, uh, someone mentioned to me the theory that they think Kyle did it, and I hate it. If hate. if Kyle did it. I'm giving up on DC Comics. Yeah, it's really dumb. Which is well, the awful for me to say. Like, who, which one's going to die? It's like, yeah. well, they all died except for Booster and Harley, apparently. Me, no, because Kyle wasn't there. You know what? Let, let, me, let me say this, actually. Let he was say, on the damn poster. Yeah, he, he was on a poster, but he wasn't at right. Sanctuary. Let me say this. If it turns out that Kyle did it, and these motherfuckers are bringing back Young Justice at the same time they're turning Kyle Rayner into a murderer... I mean, it's it, it, it would, it would you, literally you wanna, be identity crisis all over you, again, though. You want to mess with my head that badly and be like, "Hey, guess what? You're gonna get Superboy back and Wonder Girl back and and Impulse back. You're gonna and get secret. you're gonna get that book the in secret. You're gonna get all your people back that you wanted." Okay, great. Also, Kyle Rayner's a murderer. Uh, yeah. How Jordan I don't like style. that theory. 
Yeah, I, I don't, don't like, like it. that. I don't like either. it either. I don't like it either. I don't think it's true. I think it's. I think either Booster or Harley did it. Yeah, because they're the only ones that survived. I don't think either one of them did it. Then it was me. Then maybe it was Skeets again. I was there. Oh God, Skeets is a murderer. No, Skeets not. Skeets isn't a murderer. It was Mr. Mind growing inside of Skeets. He becomes a multiversal parasite, and then I forget how to yes. stop him. <laughs> because new, because Fifty Two was awesome. Fifty Two was oh, awesome. Oh God, Grant Morrison. <laughs> and hey, was, that wasn't just Mar- it was Mor- Morrison, Wade, Rucka, and Johns. Yeah. No, that, but that run, that that run was that. Well, that that storyline was was Morrison's. Uh, yeah. I mean, yeah. Let me let me let me just end things with uh, with a complete left turn and say that I I continue to read Food Wars and it's one of my favorite uh, manga uh, just because it is the biggest food porn you can possibly have and if you want to read uh, a chef try to make recipes and and like it's basically a bottle it's a battle manga with food like. <laughs> I have been waiting for a title like this, and the anime is great, but the uh, the manga is way better. And I'm, I just finished uh, volume eighteen, and I'm on volume nineteen you now. Know, for someone who has six day, who doesn't do much six days a week, I I'm really behind in a lot of stuff. Well, you should you should you should pick up some manga, my friend. Yeah, perhaps from yes, the library. on top of my two and a half year backlog of comics and my seventeen television shows, I'm at least a season behind on. Yeah, just read some manga instead. Yeah, okay. Yeah, come on, That's do fun. it. Do it. You know you want to. Actually, I I did watch the first um first couple episodes of Goldberine Slayer because everyone's been talking about it. Oh yeah, it's it's all right. All right. It's the, the first episode. It's got that really controversial scene everyone mm. talks about, but other than that, it's pretty standard. Oh, I'm a hero, and uh, I'm gonna yeah. I fight I fight these goblins because of a tragic past. Blah blah blah. Two episodes in on Sabrina, by the way, and so far so good. I actually like it better than Riverdale, and I like Riverdale. I think I'm the only one here to finish Daredevil season three, so I'm not going to say anything. You are. Uh, did he save the city too, or, or did he fail? He the didn't city? fail the city. No, he okay. saved it. That's that's good. Is he, Daredevil season three is that another season where they don't put on the costume until the last episode? No, he has the costume on <laughs> pretty early, but it's not the. Uh, it's I don't. Well, know, I know, but it yeah. that doesn't Bullseye take it over, and then Daredevil's in the black costume for twelve episodes. He starts in the black costume. Yeah. He, uh-huh. I won't say too much about it, but yeah, don't, if you've don't, read Born Again, you'll know. Don't tell me much about it because, frankly, I already know too much, and I really don't want to know anymore. It's 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 pretty good. I yeah. like it for I, what it's worth. I know people who love Born Again that say that this is the best adaptation of Born Again they could have hoped for. So that's that's a good sign. Yeah, it's just I forget that comic book Karen Page is a stupid idiot. Yes, and then they they project that onto. Um, you know Netflix Karen Page, and yeah. she's not always that dumb, right? But when she's dumb, it's just so frustrating. Yeah, well, you'll she's, see. She's done some stupid shit on the show too. Mm, not nearly as bad as what she's gonna do. All right, this okay, is fair this enough. is the worst Karen Page I've ever seen. But I get why they're doing it because they yeah. want to tie into that comic book storyline. All right, where she becomes a drug addict. Blah blah blah. blah yeah, blah. yeah, yeah. I get it. Yeah, get yeah. It. yeah. Yeah. All right, gentlemen. I think we've uh, we, we've ended our our run here. Hey, not I get to do that, not you. Uh, any, anything else you guys want to bring up before we roll out? Transform and roll out. I will take your stunned silence as a no. Uh, Brandon, what are you up to? Same old, same old. Working usually. Uh, actually, I uh, believe Raph and I are having an, an idea coming. Don't we, Raph? Yeah, something about something about Dur and Dur and. Durinder yeah. and uh, like which which I which I may participate in if I have the time. Yeah, that's yeah, of fine. course. Uh, yeah. That probably won't be until next year because of work schedule. Yeah. Yes. So. Yeah. Well, you know that was part of the streaming thing. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, you still doing the podcast? Still doing the podcast. Nice. Uh, 
waiting for my co-host to get his work schedule together also as well. He works the holidays as well, so that's slightly putting us on a hiatus again, which kind of sucks. But A. Das Baron. Yeah, you know, exactly, yes. A. Das Baron. But you can find me at uh, Twitter on at the Dabadon, or you can find my podcast, uh, Pop Culture Clash. You can find my, my co-host at A. Das Baron, S-A-D-A-S-B-A-R-O-N, on the social medias. Very cool, very cool. Uh, Casina, go ahead and pip your wares. I have a YouTube channel. What? Called the BK's Bullets. What? Trying yeah, to put something out every week. Yeah, and, you uh, have channels, yeah? The BK's Bullets, yeah? Yeah, yeah. I also couldn't decide what was better, YouTube or Facebook. So BK's Bullets officially has a Facebook page. Nice. What? And um, yes, you can like it. <laughs> and you can also watch the videos there. Share, share all the posts to the comic timing site, please, so that we have something in between episodes. All right, I, I was trying to do a yes, little the, bit, but and not months, overdo it. Months. But now that I have you, you have permission full, to overdo yes. it. You have you have full permission to do it because I'd like to have some content on there, even when we're not posting. So, which is right. months and months apart. You shut your face. <laughs> You shut your mouth hole. You know, I mean, I could just come over every now and then. And just yeah, 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 I I yeah. I could change some stuff also too, as well. Yeah. Uh, at at, at Casina B on the tweeters, correct? Yes, on the tweeters. Very cool, mm. very cool. <laughs> the tweeters, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, I'm gonna I'm gonna say my shit first, and then Ralph can say his last because, because after that comment, you didn't get to talk. Um, oh. <laughs> I uh, I am uh, I've actually been on a bunch of episodes of Comic Geek Speak lately. Um, so uh, anybody, Ew, look at me! I'm with the Comic Podcasting Godfathers. Oh, pshaw. look at me! Nah, oh, come on, they, so important. They needed help, and I stepped in gladly because they are my friends, and I helped them out. Uh, so I they are friends. Yes. So. Uh, of note, in recent times, uh, I was on the top five iconic moments in comics, episode 1709. Bring me Thanos! Uh, top uh. five reads while stranded on a desert island. That was a lot of fun. Uh, that was uh, episode 1713. Bring me palm trees! Yes! And after New York Comic Con, I was on a previews episode for the end of that. Uh, I believe that was episode 1712, if memory serves. So uh, you can go ahead and check those out over at ComicGeekSpeak.com. And I thank the boys for having me on. Most of the episodes were with Murd and Chris Everly, but there was one episode in there with Shane O'Mac as well. So uh, good old Shane showing his face, and it was good times. ComicGeekSpeak.com for all that stuff. Uh, you can find me on Twitter at I underscore am underscore sci-fi and same with the instas as well and uh, i think that's all i can think of off the top of my head because i don't really post the tumblr anymore so over to rafsu who you are now allowed to talk all right so uh, on all social media i am at raf does stuff <laughs> i was waiting to mute him and i'm so glad that i did anyway <laughs> raf does stuff but except read his books yeah i don't i don't read it all wait, wait, no raf, um raf butt stuff raf does nothing <laughs> i just don't no, i play video too. games and i don't i don't you know whatever yeah i've been playing sid meyer's parts for the last three days nice nice uh, but yeah raf does stuff facebook twitter instagram whatever yep um not podcasting yet not streaming yet probably gonna do it soonish and you are writing And articles. I write reviews for Comics Verse, dot com. Uh usually do weekly comic reviews. Sometimes I do an analysis, yada, yada, yada. 
Um, I still work at a comic book store. What? I still. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. It's fine. And, and he lifts and he puts things up and lifts them down. I don't lift. I actually can't. No. I'm not allowed no, to. You're, no, you're not allowed. I to just, anymore. I just, I, I take people's money and give them back their change, or I put the books in your subscription folders. That's true. Also, uh, what's the name of the place you randomly show up for D and D every now and then? Oh, and you can, uh, my, my, my buddy Demetrius, who used to. Uh, uh, be the manager at Grand Central. He uh, he owns a store in uh, Brooklyn Heights. Any one comics. Uh, it's A N Y one comics. Um, he's doing it. He does D and D every second Saturday, second Sunday. Okay. This this month he got delayed, so I'll be there that this Sunday if it makes it before Sunday. It should. It may very, it may very well if I hand this off to Brent if I can't do it. The yeah, later, so, yeah. I'll be. DMing I was just there. there. Really? Any one comics? Well, no, I was actually in Brooklyn. And I was in the area in in like September for Overwatch. Oh, cool, nice. Oh, yeah, right. For the uh, you were at Parkways, right? Yeah, yeah, sweet. Yeah, it's not that far from there. It's maybe two, three stops on the two train. Oh, sweet. Yeah, okay, all right, yeah. And uh, before we forget, uh, by the time this episode is out, uh, it'll probably be about a week or so, or a week or two before that's going to happen. But uh, Brandon, myself, and Raph will all be at PAX Unplugged. Yeah. in Philadelphia. Uh, so I, I may very well bring my recorder with me if Brandon can spare some time. We may just have some time back in the room to shoot the shit. Uh, can't promise anything since we're going to be doing a lot of stuff that weekend, yeah. but either way, we will have uh, a lot of stuff to report back to, whether it be a full episode of Comic Timing or an extra point, and we might just talk about our time at PAX Unplugged. And it'll be nice to see Brando for the first time yeah. in a while. Like I, said, like I said, if I can't make it to the actual show, I, sh- I if I'm working that weekend, I should be available uh, at nighttime usually. Right. Good to know. Good to know. Cool. Yeah, because uh, I will take you out to dinner, or I know a couple places. Uh, Raph, you just send me your dietary restrictions, so I know nothing. Just I'll I'll eat the grass. <laughs> <laughs> no, I can eat anything except uh, not too much cheese and uh, not too much salt. Not, not too much, not, not too much cheese. Not too much salt. Not too much meat. Not too much bread. Not too much anything. So no German, no Irish. Yes. No. I ve- mean, uh, vegan, I guess. I'm yeah, but I'm not going to make everyone else eat vegan. That's not fair. No, nah, he he can he can eat in moderation even even at the yeah. I just can't like yeah. if if we get cheesesteaks, I'm going to have half a cheesesteak. I'm not going to eat the whole thing. Yeah, exactly. And that'll just you hit. will eat the whole thing. And you will like it. So I mean, I will like it. I will like it. Don't get me wrong. I just will regret it. Yeah, it's just you'll see him barreled over on the floor afterwards, being like, "Why did I do that? Yeah, who let me do this? <laughs> why did you? Why did you let me do this? But either yeah, like we said, we'll we'll be around for packs unplugged. So anybody who's there. Come and say hello. We, if you see us, and if you don't see us, still say hello anyway. If you're uh, a critter, hello. Yes. Board games are for everyone. 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 The email address for Comic Timing is comictiming at gmail.com. We're proud members of the Comics Podcast Network over at comicspodcast.com and the League of Comic Book Podcasts over at comicbooknoise.com slash league. Go ahead and find us on Facebook at facebook.com slash comictiming for conversations in between episodes. And uh, that's about it off the top of my head because we already did all of our tweet stuff and whatnot. So for Christopher, for Casina, for Suhu, I'm Levenstein reminding everybody out there to face front, true believers. Excelsior. There's always time for comics. Enough said. So there I was with Kurt. No. (laughs) That one. One time.
All right. Wow, that was long, but but we needed that. That was a good old. That was that, that was, was good. That, that was, was classic good timing. Yep. That yep. was cathartic. All right. Cool. I don't know what to do with all that art. The same thing you did with all that Rob Granito art. I gave it away. <laughs> did you really have Rob Granito stuff? Do Do you remember um, when we went, when when we came down from MegaCon? That was yes. Rob Granito was there, and uh-huh. I re- I remember because as soon as it went down and as soon as I saw his art, I remember exactly who Rob Granito was. I don't know if you were there with us. You might have been at work, or I don't know if you were there, or yeah, it might have been Friday. I don't know. I don't remember exactly, but I remember walking by this guy's booth. And he had the Batman, the animated series, um, like, print but with Gurr as Robin. I was like, oh, my God, that's so cool. I love him. i never seen anything. Let me grab that. Except I was much more high-pitched and much more excited because I'm, I'm, I wasn't an old man like I am now. And uh, and, he, and then the guy next to him was like, yeah, he used, he used to work on the cartoon. I'm like, really? That's awesome. That's Rob Bonito. Turns out he didn't. He didn't do any of those things. But he did work with a guy named Jay Diddleo. And I want to get Jay Diddleo's um, signature on it. Stuff. That's cool. Yeah. I wonder if that's on the episode still. <laughs> it, it, pro- it probably is, actually, because I remember you being really happy about that. I was. Do, do you also want people to get off of your lawn? I kind of do. Yeah? I kind of do. Because you know what? I take care of that grass. I don't want people stepping on it. I don't want people stepping on it. You work hard. You spend your weekends manicuring your lawn. You Shut want to up. You don't do any of that shit. <laughs> I do that tomorrow. You live in a See? fucking apartment building. That's true. I did. Li- I did used to live in a house. So. Yes. I know what that life is like in a house down by the river. Yeah. You didn't own it. No, I didn't own it. But I, I did do the lawn every now and then. 